With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The time's up, 3 p.m. Showing up. Say hello to Bill Squire, who's right over there. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Erica Lauren's here, too. Catch you wave, everybody. Mm. You all right there? Yeah, I took a last-minute sip, then it went down the wrong pipe. Ooh. I don't know when I'm going to learn to drink water. I've been doing it my whole life, and somehow I still can't nail it. Hey, Cody Poundcake Brown's back there behind the glass. Afternoon, white people. Happy Monday. How was your birthday weekend? Uh, do you remember much of it? I, I do. I remember most of it. It was lit AF. All I, I saw, all I saw was uh, Bill tweeting you photos of bricks. bricks. He's butthurt. It was a block. It was a uh, block and then blocks, and he's blocked. A lot I, of block photos. Why did you block it? You I keep him. apologizing. He knows why he's blocked. I keep apologizing for the fact that I gave Erica credit for my birthday cake, even though it was actually Bill. I keep apologizing. I, you know, rescinded my comment. I even posted a new post with him at, on my birthday cake. So, with Bill on your birthday, not cake. on my birthday cake, but I made a post of you know me with me with the cake saying thank you, Bill, for you know from Progressive Field on Friday. Yes, mm-hmm. and he just cannot get over it. It's too little, too late. I just hang on to things. I just uh, what can I say? You shouldn't hold a grudge, Bill. That's not I'm healthy. I'm a very, very uh, spiteful person, and I will never forgive you. And you have been blocked from Instagram and uh, pretty much from my life in general. Wow. <laughs> Seems extreme. Well, well, what's extreme to one person? That was an $11 cake. Completely normal to someone <laughs> I'll else. I gave you the $11 back. I couldn't help but notice that you thanked her for the big salad, even though I'm the one who paid for it. <laughs> Not a big deal. But I was more confused by the photo from Progressive Field that had pound cake holding the cake and then Erica throwing a scissor and doing a duck face. I didn't understand that. I was more confused by that um, photo. 
I was trying to ruin the photo. I wasn't sure what you were trying to convey with that. I was trying to ruin the photo. You were trying to ruin his birthday photo? <laughs> Not his birthday. Wow. It wasn't one birthday. Talk about extreme. Talk about a little harsh. Bill just blocked him. You're out trying yeah. to ruin his photo. It was a joke. I don't, know what, I don't know what photo you're talking about because he is blocked. Yeah. And I would encourage everyone to do the same. No, oh, block wow. me. I'm trying to get my followers up. Radio Hash, Cody B. Hashtag block pound cake. Oh, man. Don't be doing that. It's yeah. harsh, bro. Technically, it's not really his fault because we didn't explain the cake procedure properly to him. I thought what it was. The cake Erica, procedure. I thought Erica ordered the cake and paid for the cake. All Bill had to do was go pick it up. That's what I thought happened. I didn't know Bill, you know, asked for the cake and, you know, asked for the design on the cake and then paid for the cake and brought it. If I would have known that, how did you not know that? Well, it was as simple because as this: you don't ask. have to you don't have to order a cake ahead of time at Giant Eagle. I thought you did. They're, they have cakes already on display, and I figured we'd just pick one up that day. That I would just pick one up that day. I ran out of time. I asked Bill if he could do it. He went. He paid for it. He got the thing written on it and everything. And I told you that, but you didn't. I carried it into the stadium. I had people gawking at me. You had to check it through the cake. metal detectors, make sure there wasn't a file into exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. And make I had sure to make you... a dumb joke about that very thing to the security guard. Make sure you weren't trying to break a player out. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of effort right there. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have to, like, I really went so above Eric... and beyond. So Erica did tell you that, Pound Cake? I did tell him that Bill got the cake. And then I specified further when he, some for some reason, tagged me in that photo. I said, no, Bill was the one who got and the cake. When I, I couldn't... See, this is why I don't participate in this fuckacta kind of stuff. <laughs> who needs the hassle? Hey, I don't anymore because he's blocked. Because you're blocked. Hashtag oh, block wow. pound cake. Hashtag Stop block pound cake. Did you actually block him? He's actually blocked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um... He can't see what you do. You can't see what he does. That escalated quickly. Which one of you gets the shorter straw there? Is he the worse off, or are you the worse well, off? Well, Bill's not coming to any of my events now. I invited him out for my birthday bar crawl, and he did not come. Well, I couldn't come. I was doing work. Yeah, Bill was at Funny Stop all weekend. You live up here. You know, I, you know I'm up here right after you get off work, so well, where I be. Right after I got off work, it was midnight by the time I got up here. And the bar and, closed at 2.30. By the way, mm-hmm. a, a guy's not going to come to your bar crawl when he's blocked you. Yeah. Hashtag block pound cake. Hashtag <laughs> block pound cake. Why are you worried about your followers anyway? Because I need them. For what? For stuff. What do you need followers for? To like my pretty little pictures. But for yeah, what? For why. Like, what's the end goal? I don't know. Anybody that blocks pound cake on Instagram right now will get followed back by me. All you gotta do is send me a picture of you blocking pound Hashtag cake. block oh, pound cake. Wow. There you go. Oh, you a hater. You're the worst <laughs> type of hater. Forget it. If they want to follow you and fine, go ahead. No, no, please don't do that. I need Too much pound cake. Already. Wow. Look at that. All right. Hashtag. Well, I, 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 I um. I, I don't think I blocked you because who cares? But you know, so I'll follow I'll, you back. I'll still see stuff. I think you already follow me. That's probably it. <laughs> There's no threat to me, right? But why? You try, well, what's the thing with up in your followers though? I, why would you not want to? No one says, "Oh, I'm I'm okay with the followers I have." You always no, a lot want of people more. Fo- do. No, I want the I want more followers. But for what? Like, just to, to promote, what's the end goal? Promote any of my events. You know, I can be an influencer. Well, that's what the um, show is for. But also, like people only know you on Instagram because of this show. Yes, but an extension of the show is our social media. That's why we plug it. Every oh, five I minutes. see. So you're doing it for the show? Of course. If I, do, oh. it's merely for the show. If it's all of his shirtless selfies are for my benefit. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, Pound Cake. I really do appreciate my that. shirtless selfies are for. Thank if, you. If I'm at an appearance and you're like, 
hey, I want to go see Pancake. Right. I remember seeing his shirtless selfie. I might be more prone to go <laughs> up there and see That's exactly him. what they do. <laughs> right. They do do that. That's exactly what they do. I heard Pancake was doing an event, but it wasn't until I saw the shirtless selfie that I decided I would attend such event. Right. It wasn't his screaming promo that I heard on the air. It was his shirtless selfie on Instagram well, that got me there. Promo. You tell me. <laughs> You tell me why you're screaming in your promos. Oh. I don't know. See, look, your Energy. birthday's over, and it's back to busting your yeah, balls. Yeah, back to normal. That's right. <laughs> you don't get no birthday month. Right. But you had fun. Oh, you didn't puke. Here comes the, bless, the blocks. As people block pound cake. Oh, no. Oh. Hashtag block pound cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. um, what? Uh, you didn't puke over your birthday. I tried to make him puke. It didn't happen. You, you were trying to ruin his photos. You're trying to make him puke. Well, yeah. It's his birthday. You got, what, what are friends are for? You're trying to make somebody puke on their birthday? Yeah. Why? What are friends for? But vomiting's no fun. I mean, you do it accidentally, or you do it, you know, you don't try yeah. to puke. No, I wasn't trying to make him puke, necessarily. I was just trying to make sure he was nice and lit. Right. But that doesn't take long, because he goes zero to oh, 100. Plus, he's drinking Long Islands at every right. bar. I'm like, whoa. And they were giving me shots. They were like... Fireball shots, green tea shots, all types of shots. And, and, you, like, and you're like, yeah, I think the drink I'll sip on tonight is a Long Island, which combines multiple liquors together. Yeah, I wanted something strong. I don't like a lot of bars. For some reason, I guess the blue MFers have gone out of style, and a lot of people don't know how to make them, or they just don't want to. So the next best thing I have to that is Long Islands. So I, that's what I was sipping on most of the night. It's hard to pace yourself on Long Island iced teas. And then I did have. Uh, yeah, he was drunk by bar two. <laughs> oh, duh! And <laughs> I was getting at bar two. Yeah. And they said he was drinking tequila shots before he even went to the bar cross. I had a whole bottle of Jose Cuervo <laughs> and champagne. Yeah, I bought a gold bottle of champagne. Oh, but it was okay. remember it was three birthdays. It's it was, as though you're afraid you'll never have another birthday. That's what it's like. You party like it's going to be the le- like you're going to oh, die yeah. on the way home For that sure. night. One of these times, of course, you will, and you will have been right. But until we don't know what that's the excitement of life. You don't know which mm-hmm. time that's going to be. It will be one of these times. The best part of the entire evening on the on the birthday bar crawl is we went to Magnolia um, across this. We, we were at Margaritaville. We were at Punchbowl. And we ended up hopping over to Magnolia. And they escorted us up to the DJ booth because uh, our friend um, Justin Nice is DJing. Did they have donuts? Yes, they did. Yeah. I didn't get any because I... I just I didn't make a point to do that, but um, members only Dave was running the lights there, uh-huh. so we say hi to him. We're hanging out at the DJ booth, and then our friend Orville is taking pictures for the night, and he goes, hey, you know, like, group shot, and then he goes, hey, it's your birthday, and he asks Justin if he can take a photo of Cody with his headphones on at the DJ booth, kind of a sweet little birthday picture, and Poundcake takes it upon himself to start scratching on Justin's Turntables. Oh, Always a smooth move. And Dave and members only Dave and I cannot stop laughing because Poundcake, the look on Justin Nice's face was like, he just saw a ghost. Like, I can't believe someone just touched my equipment. Yeah. That's expensive. You're not supposed to touch other people's equipment. Bro. Yeah. And Poundcake's like, wicked, wicked, wicked. (laughs) I have a suggestion for Justin Nice. Hashtag block Poundcake. Oh. That's right. Maybe Justin not so nice this time around. (laughs) All right. I I just got a blocked picture from Vote for Poundcake. Uh, so your own parody accounts are turning against you. Look at that. Oh, no. That's okay. Mm-hmm. They're probably not too fond of me anyways because I don't follow them. So Why? They're just trying to up their followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should. As they should. They, I just don't think they need me. Hmm. The Alan Cox Show. It's like a sneeze that never comes, then it does, and it's messy, and you end up losing a few friends over it. 100.7 WMMS.
35192 on a text me, alancoxshow.com. Uh, for everything else, you listen to the show live there via iHeartRadio and the iHeartRadio Music Festival. We only have a week. Uh, the, this week's the last one to win your trip to Las Vegas as uh, the festival itself is in a couple of weeks. So um, bottom of every hour today, I'll have another keyword for you. Every one of those keywords sends somebody to Vegas, so why not you? Uh, Indian streak at 18 games. Detroit is in town. That's a 7-10 first pitch against the Tigers tonight at Progressive Field. Uh, so Rosie and your Indians warm-up. That pregame will start at uh, 6.37 tonight here on MMS. Do we know who's pitching tonight? Do we know who's pitching tonight? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm sure we can find out. One on... of the guys on the Cleveland Indians <laughs> you will don't be pitching say. tonight. Yep. So uh, Carrasco. The... Carrasco. Okay. All right. I use that to fry my chicken. Um, yeah, so the uh, streak uh, sits at 18 games. If they win tonight's game, of course, the streak will be at uh, 19. So congratulations to them thus far. Uh, we had a lot of fun um, on Friday at Progressive Field uh, doing the show out there. what I say? We're good luck. You do say that. You do say that we're good luck. And, and I, I could have jinxed it. And I, I agree. certainly can't uh, uh, prove you wrong. Exactly. Can't say you're not right. And that's why we should be at every single playoff game. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> at every at every single Browns home game. <laughs> good luck for the Indians. I don't know about the Browns. I like how the Steelers gave Joe Hayden the game ball because he had never won a season opener before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That is trolling of the highest order. And when they go, here, you've never had this before, have you? Welcome to the fold, my son. They did an MRI on this guy that just signed some massive deal with the Steelers, by the way, and they thought he tore his bicep and he was going to be out for the season. They signed him to $61 million on Saturday. Stefan Tuitt, defensive end for Pittsburgh. He tore his bicep yesterday. So they had to give him an MRI, and they said if it's torn, his season's over. The report was that he's week to week. He's our Andrew Bogan. <laughs> but imagine that, right? Uh, uh, that happens all the time in the NFL. Yeah. It's, it's such a violent sport. I know. I mean, even just the movements themselves, like concussions aside, it's just brutal on your body. Mm-hmm. So good thing he signed it on Saturday, because it goes the other way, too. Like the guy that blew his hand off after he turned down a contract extension that was for like yes 70 million dollars sign just sign don't push yeah. just sign once you get into double digits just sign that was jason <laughs> pierre paul i believe yeah smart way to do it mm-hmm. so uh yeah so whatever so the browns lose it wasn't a complete blowout hey they played pretty well yeah it is one of those games where you're like hey they're way better than i expected might be on to something mm-hmm. here yeah so they lost on the 16th anniversary of 9-11 eve for people who are, I posted a photo earlier. Do we have to of, start talking about 9/11 Eve now. Yeah, because well, I, I don't remember where I was that day. <laughs> the night before 9/11. All right, I was probably working, but I posted a photo of somebody put a sign at a Marriott. I don't know where this is, but it says, "In remembrance of those we lost on 9/11, the hotel will provide complimentary coffee and mini muffins from 8:45 <laughs> to 9:15." <laughs> you get which, by the way, those are already complimentary. So not only are you doing some cynical uh, pander marketing thing or whatever uh, next to the breakfast bar, those things are already free. I love that. But on top of that, 30 minutes, you get 30 minutes of stuff that's already free. (laughs) 
in remembrance of people we lost on 9-11. So. You know, I've never loved a mini muffin more than when thinking about victims of a horrific tragedy. I guess Mini so. muffin's so good, you'll never forget them. Yeah. Haven't people really learned their lesson trying to market 9-11? Like, there was that thing last year where it was that mattress factory, and they were giving a 9-11 sale, and it was like, oh, twin deal, twin deal. And then they, at the end of the commercial, they, she pushed one guy into the mattress, and the mattress fell over. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of mixed messages Tough. with respect to 9-11, because I think most people would agree we are far enough away from it where people aren't like a raw new nerve, mm-hmm. but you don't still make mattress sales around 9-11. No. I mean, right. so, it's not a holiday. That's what I'm saying. Right. They're trying to market it like it's... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866 866- 90 Nation. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house, get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866 90 Nation. A call to Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Oh, if you don't have anything to do this day. Well, they did that, but. Nobody else has really done that. There has been, I think the the grotiest, like the grossest thing that people have done with the nine eleven memorials and stuff like that is the the coins, the commemorative coins, the coin because that they they do make that. pure profit on that. Yeah, it's pure profit, and they're just trying to be like, oh, remember this day and and how everyone reacted. But it is just a money grab. But don't they do coins for everything now? There's Make America Great Again coins. There I mean, is. Yeah, oh, but yeah. it's fine if they're making if they're making coins that are celebratory in nature. This is a coin this is a tragedy. for a tragedy. Like, you, is like there a Pearl Harbor? King? But yeah. there's Pearl Harbor commemorative coins. I mean, there's is there? Yeah, I sure. Guess. That's what I mean. I think there's coins for everything. You go back through the Franklin Mint, and I'm sure that they've minted a lot of things that some people would. Uh... It just it has some stank on it. Those aren't legal tinder, are they? No, no, no. no. No, they're collector's items, pound cake. Yeah, they're they're like lead that they might dip in 18-karat gold or something. Well, if you were, how much would the sale... Trump's profile on them. If it was like a garage sale and you were selling those, how much would something like that go for? Because you obviously can't spend it. As much as someone... I mean, it's not like... They'll say limited edition, but it's like they stop the press at 45 million, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yes, technically limited, but every man, woman, and child could get one if they wanted one. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think coin collectors are after those kinds of coins. You want actual legal tender if you're a coin collector. Yeah, I was checking dimes in my pocket this morning because there was some story about some rare dimes that are floating around. They're like $2 million. Now, 
the chances are infinitesimal that one of those would be in my pocket, but you got to look. I would never know. You've got to look. So I just like, I collect change, I keep it in a change jar, and then I just do one of those coin I machines. I do too. I have a giant plastic uh, gummy bear. It all goes in there. <laughs> I have a giant um, gold perfume bottle. Of course you do. Yep. Yes. Coco Chanel. And Dark. her change. Yes. It's a, it's a, a fake Chanel bottle. Mm-hmm. Dark change collector. Piggy bank. Piggy bank, yeah. <laughs> He goes, oh, I'll take that quarter. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, listen, I won't lie to you. I spent the entire weekend watching weather porn. Uh, I could not turn it off with the Irma. And I I've couldn't been watching turn it off. Too. I, know. I mean, I'm burned out now and it's still going. I mean, Irma is still ripping through Florida. It's going up. Uh, it's going up into Tennessee. Atlanta's getting uh, slammed, I think. So it's still going. It's doing almost as much damage as the return of the Irma Gerd meme that came back because of Hurricane Irma. <laughs> that girl's face, yeah, you know, it. photoshopped onto the. And by the way, and these weather people, the thing that that I thought was so weird. I'll play a clip here. Chris Cuomo, who has his own show over on CNN, when weather like this happens, they don't just have the weather people. They put everybody out in the rain. Yeah. Everybody wants to be front and center for this stuff. So they've got Lester Holt, they've got Chris Hayes, people who host shows, not weather people, not like weekend anchors that they throw out there. Like the main, I didn't see but Rachel. But it's news. I didn't see it's a Rachel, big story. Yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't see Rachel Maddow out there, so maybe she got something in her contract where she can't get wet. But, I mean, they had all of their heavy hitters out there, Chris Cuomo, because this is their sizzle reel. They want to be the guy holding on to the lamppost as they get blown in the wind, you know? Yeah. Chris Cuomo goes out right there in the middle of Hurricane Irma. These gusts are the real deal. There's a benefit for us to be here is that when this is done, as you know, we're going to go out with search and rescue and we're going to volunteer our time and we're not working. Oh, there are those gusts you're talking about. And it's going to be good to know where the worst of it seems to be going. The branches are starting to come off this tree next to us. Because they all want to get out there and and be in the middle of the elements. But it really does. There was one uh, reporter over the weekend where her face looked like it was trying to pull off of her skull. That can't be any fun. I heard from Rich, who is one of our bureau chiefs in Orlando. And he said the winds are over 100 miles per hour. Power company down there, I think 4 million people are without power in the state of Florida. He said it's going to be the biggest rebuilding of a power grid in U.S. history. I froze a bunch of water bottles so I could keep my kegerator cold. (laughs) Hey, Hey, tough times. Here's to two-day binge drinking to finish said keg while listening to the Save Up podcast from your show. Uh, so, uh, good. Glad to hear you're okay. I know we have a lot of uh, bureau chiefs down in Florida. and But it's funny, in the midst of all that, you you can kind of you can't blame people for getting mixed messages because on the one hand you know you see everything going on but then there's always one guy walking his dog it's having a day yeah or just somebody back there hey ooh, what's up yeah. you see the evacuation guy he's my favorite I think they've already turned this into a song but what did you guys come out here to do what was the, what why we just came out here to experience the weather. We just came out here to experience the weather. We just came out to experience the weather. The evacuation. Oh, the evacuation's going on, yeah. <laughs> there was a guy who said, hey, I'm bored, so how about if we just start shooting at Hurricane Irma, and maybe it'll go back. Some guy goofing around. <laughs> oh my God. And the sheriff's department had to go out. This is Trump Nation at its finest. They had to go on social media and go, please do not fire into the hurricane. Because it will spin your bullets around, 
For people who love guns as, uh, as much as uh, some people do, you think they'd be a bit more keen on how they actually work. Yeah, we don't need a bullet hurricane. Can yeah, they're imagine? like, those come back in a hurricane. Dude, it's, it's all this local law enforcement. The Facebook page uh, had 46,000 likes on it. Guy said he was bored, and let's just shoot at the hurricane. And then these guys always go, well, I think people aren't taking me seriously. So, you know, all you need is one guy who gets hit in the head with a bullet coming out of Hurricane Irma. That's I, was, I, I was helping my Nana into the boat, and then I got shot in the head. That's what I think, though, when you see, like, the guy that was out there with, like, the wind meter, and he's, like, fighting against the storm, he's getting, like, blown back on the street. It's like one piece of debris, and you're gone. Yeah. Like, that's just going to cut you right in half. Yeah. Is it really worth getting that viral video? It might be. Yeah, I don't know. for some people it is. Hmm. I just couldn't believe, like, you, you survive a Category 5 or Category 4 hurricane, and you get hit with a stray bullet because some moron fires into the sky. That would piss me off. There was a cruise. You'd be that, dead. You'd be fine. There was a, a Norwegian <laughs> escape had to cut a cruise short due to Hurricane Irma, so they went back to Miami and then dropped off people who wanted to get back home. And then the rest of them were like, you can either get off the boat or we're going to go toward Mexico, and if you want, you can stay on the boat and free food and drinks for everybody. So like well, that's what's up. Tons of people stayed on the boat. It went to Cozumel, and they all just hung, hung out, out. Hung yeah. out. Waited out. That's, yeah. that's the move. That's <laughs> the deal right there. Yeah. So anyway, so it blew. I mean, the Virgin Islands are going to have to be renamed because they got effed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I've stayed on the British Virgin Islands a couple of times, and so when they had like drone footage of places I've stayed, I was like, oh my god, it's all flat, and it's you know, those are the kind of places where they have to bury people above ground because the ground's too. Loose as it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Jonathan. Hey, Alan. Let's go down. Thank you. I hang my head in weather porn shame with you as well. Yeah. Watched it all weekend. Were you ever secretly waiting to just see uh, a street sign come flying by and smack one of those reporters? Like a Sharknado effect? It kind of. I, I mean, kind of was. was. You know, you wouldn't see it anywhere else, but I was just hoping, that, you know, would this be the time that, you know, that weather girl, whoever she was, that was out there without even any goggles or anything, just wearing a blue raincoat, just waiting for a street sign to come and slice her in half. Yeah, because you're viral for the rest of your life if you live through it, and you probably will, you know. But they tell people, they're like, look, uh, you know, something as seemingly innocent as a garbage can, if it's coming at you at 70 miles per hour, is no fun. So, yeah, I don't know. I did, you know, I, I was, sure, it's like NASCAR. I, I'm watching it because so, I want something to blow up. Mm. But, uh, you, you know, know. Another good uh, weather porn Annette Garcia. Who's Annette Garcia? She's that uh, weather girl in Mexico with the big ass. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's good. Oh, nice. Well, they had that earthquake down there in Mexico. Uh, So Irma is still going uh, through uh, Florida, I guess the top of Florida and into Tennessee. Now they're worried about Hurricane Jose, which they say might go up the eastern seaboard toward New York. So imagine if you have Houston, Miami, and New York all dealing with uh, major, major weather events simultaneously. Hey, Tom. Oh, hey, it's Joe. What's up? Did you see that video, uh, the CNN video where they supposedly faked the uh, truck driving in the water so the CNN crew could save him? During Harvey? It just I just saw it the other day on the Internet. They're, they're doing a live shot. The guy on camera is in, like, khaki shorts and sandals. This truck drives into this flood behind him and is floating away. They pan away, and then they run to save him. And when they cut the back of the shot, the guy's in, like, 
army boots and pants. No, I saw uh, during Harvey there was a legitimate situation like that where a, a female girl, yeah. female reporter flagged down some guys to get a, a truck driver out of his cab because it was filling up with water. So, yeah, I didn't. Again, uh, I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see. Reporter was like, "Give me a, give me a microphone cable. I'm going to save him." And like ties it around his waist, jumps in, and yeah, but yeah, give me the light and pass the draw. Yeah, one clip he's in shorts, and then they cut back, and he's in pants and boots. Yeah, he's pulling one of those Bear grills moves mm-hmm. where the sun goes down. He heads back to the hotel. Uh, right. Thank you, Tom. It's like the scene in Titanic. He was like, interesting that you saved the woman's life because she fell suddenly, and you still had time to remove your boots. <laughs> And who could possibly forget that line from Titanic? Come on! Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that, too. All right. Well, someone got it. I hadn't memorized Titanic. I remember it Titanic. now that you said it, and yeah. it is actually a very good reference. Who's that British guy? Who's that dude? He's like the he's like the second-hand man for Kel. With the big snaz. Yeah. Interesting. Your time to remove your shoes and socks. <laughs> Well, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. I just watched that movie like a couple weeks ago, so it's fresh in my mind. I watched uh, Nightcrawler last night, and with all the weather porn and stuff like that, it is with very similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he a plays a very, uh, like a more likable type of Alan person, where he's kind of a sociopath, but you know, he's got some charm to him. He just said, did you just say he's a more likable Alan? <laughs> My more, more likable me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. No, it's a great I'll movie. I'll get up for Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's it's uh, you know there's if that reporter really did do that and try and create that shot, there's pl- people that do that all the time and like that's what that movie's all about is how captivating the news can be if it bleeds because it bleeds. it's so yeah violent and yeah. scary. It's, it's it was nice to see creepy. Renee Russo pop up in a movie. I hadn't seen her in a long Shook's time. Great. Um, and so the president and his wife were standing there talking about the uh, he was going to go to. Florida very soon. Uh, Melania standing there looking like a day player from the V series in the 80s. She's got like these shades on, I assume, so we don't see her constantly sobbing. Um, but she just kind of stands there perpendicular to him and just kind of this weird stance. And so they asked the president uh, how he thought everything was being handled. A group that really deserves tremendous credit is the United States Coast Guard. What they've done, I mean, they were they're going right into that and... You never know. You know, when you go in there, you don't know if you're going to come out. They are they are really, uh, if you talk about branding, no brand has improved more than the United States Coast Guard. And FEMA and the entire group, FEMA's been incredible. So now we'll see what happens. Yeah. Talk about branding, boys. I'm a brand. Right. Oh, the Coast Guard. Did you hear him say it was Irmer? He said Hurricane Irmer over what, the weekend, too. Well, what, when was the Coast Guard's brand doing so poorly? He's like, boy, what a comeback. <laughs> The Coast Guard. <laughs> when did people ever think the Coast Guard were a bunch of jagos? I don't know. Oh, they really come back out there in the Coast Guard. Was it that Ashton Kutcher movie? Oh, God. What well, with uh, with um, Him and uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. I don't remember what that's called. The Brave or something? Yeah, or the Swimmy Boys. Sw- I can't remember. Swimmy Boys. <laughs> and, of course, Kirk Cameron was at the Orlando airport looking for a flight out. And, of course, he had some very clear ideas. It's not climate change. All these Jesus guys, they want to look facts in the face and still go, no, 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 we all know what it is. It's got nothing to do with science. Hmm. It's got to do with other stuff. One thing we know about hurricanes and, and, and all weather is that this is not Mother Nature in a bad mood. I love that. The one thing we know about hurricanes is that it's from God. That's the one thing we know. Oh, if only we could know more things about hurricanes. Just the one thing we know 
to know about hurricanes and, and, and all weather is that this is not Mother Nature in a bad mood. This is a spectacular display of God's immense power. And when he puts his power on display, it's never without reason. There's a purpose. And we may not always understand what that purpose is, but we know it's not random. And we know that weather is sent to cause us to respond to God in humility, awe, and repentance. There you go. Humility, oh, wow. awe, and repentance. It's got nothing to do with science. Interesting, though. He probably followed the, sci- the science behind the early warning signs to evacuate before the storm came. That was provided by scientists. Well, he was hosting some Christian music awards or something that was in Orlando or somewhere down there. I don't know. But my thing is, if you're going to believe in something... That makes a lot of sense. God is definitely against Christian music. (laughs) That is terrible. If if you're going to believe in some millennia-old fairy tale, that's fine. But I notice, like, you're not wearing sackcloth. You're using smartphones. Mm -hmm. You're flying in airplanes. You know, you're not really living like they did when they thought weather came from God. When the sun was going to eat them. We were talking about that too over the weekend. Imagine way before there was any kind of science associated with this. Where you would just be living on your island paradise. And then one day, you know, it's all gone. Because the wind and the rain and everything came through. Yeah, back then people thought God was mad. Mm -hmm. But then people learned stuff. But Kirk Cameron, he's wearing modern clothes. He's going on a fly-fly. He's using (laughs) a modern technology. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Seems like you're cherry-picking the good stuff. I never will. The Final Touch Construction Studios. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven or 800-348-1007. Want to give me a text? And uh, alancoxshow.com. We've got our Monday Instagram hotties up there. Right? Oh, yeah. Plenty the of them. Weird, weird Jim Carrey interview. He's so weird. Uh, I've said this many times that I have Jim Carrey in my celebrity death pool because I think that the guy is going down some kind of spiral. He was with Jenny McCarthy for a long time. People forget that, but they seem to be pretty happy. And then he dated that girl who killed herself. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. 
Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your WindowNation windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted WindowNation for their homes. WindowNation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. And I think in some way blamed him because, oh, yeah. like, he had herpes or, like, the parents blamed the parents him. parents blamed him, yeah. Right. The Irish girl. I think she wrote a letter blaming him, too. Yeah, he was a pallbearer. Pallbearer. Sorry, Bill. Uh, at her <laughs> funeral. Dog funerals. Oh. Also, another layer to this story, um, Jenny McCarthy is known for having herpes because she openly talks about it on known her... Known for having herpes? Well, she talks about it on her serious radio show. So She, she talks about her herpes? Yeah, she she because hmm. she actually kissed Char- Charlie Sheen when um, she went on Two and a Half Men. I, she... guess, I guess that's how a Donnie Wahlberg gets a Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. She's like, well, yeah, I'm hot, but I can basically get Donnie Wahlberg level now because I got the herp. <laughs> And so she she was complaining about, oh, well, I had to be upfront about a herpes that I had on my lip. Well, you didn't have to be upfront about you having HIV. So she never said who gave her the herpes, but... Wait, who had HIV? Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Oh, Sheen. Yeah, yeah so she, she was ta- telling the story about how she was afraid to be upfront about the fact that she had herpes, and she was kissing him on a scene on Two and a Half Men, and she was like, I had to be upfront about a herpes, but you didn't have to be upfront about HIV. So she never said who she got the herpes from, but she did date him, Jim Carrey, so... Listen, I know actresses have to work, but anybody who was getting into any kind of professional situation with Charlie Sheen knew exactly what that dude was about. Yeah. So, um, we've got the Jim Carrey interview at alancockshow.com. This was on E! He's talking to Kat Sadler, who has been there for a hundred years... She's got to be my age by Still now. Still a babe, though. She is foxy. Yeah. Divorced for the second time recently. Has oh. a bunch of kids, though. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you have a couple of husbands, that happens. Um, and so New York Fashion Week is going on, and Jim Carrey, the story a couple days ago was, oh my God, Jim Carrey finally chopped off his uh, mountain man beer. He had a letterman going for mm-hmm. a long time. Chopped it off. You know, obviously he looks a lot younger, so he's uh, making the rounds now. And he walked up to Cat Sadler on the e-carpet. Now, first of all, you're there for a reason. You know, you want something to do. You get invited. You know, you're Jim Carrey. You're going to go. You're going to clean yourself up in preparation for this. But uh, he was really, really weird. And this is what I say with Jim Carrey. Something's going on with this guy. Hmm. Whether or not he's going down a, a, a dark hole of his own making, uh, I don't know. Whatever this guy made work for him back in the day, I think is not working for him so much anymore. Because this is a guy who, you know, wanted to be a dramatic actor for a long time. So he did Truman Show, and he did Andy Kaufman, and he did, you know. But people were like, hey, we want to see you coming out of Rhino's ass again. They just wanted the Ace Ventura movies. Comedy genius. So he uh, sidles up to Kat Sadler and has an odd exchange. Is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I, uh, I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could fu- come to and join. And, uh, and, uh, and here I am. They say they're celebrating icons inside. Celebrating icons. In icons. Boy, that is just the absolute lowest aiming 
you know, possibility that we could come up with is like icons. What do you do? You believe in icons? I don't believe in personalities. I don't believe that you exist, but there is a, a wonderful fragrance in the air. On the good foot! Ha! You shut her down now! <laughs> oh, man. So he's, uh, and poor Kat Sadler, she's like, dude, I'm just trying to do my job here, all right? I work for E. I'm not trying to split the atom here. Can you play along with me? It's got to be soul-sucking to work for these entertainment channels. She makes a good paycheck. Right, but you've sold your soul to ask somebody, so what do you think of Fashion Week, It's Donnie all very Wahlberg? materialistic. Well, it's just all surface. cotton candy, right. I mean, and you buy in knowing that, and that's fine. And But but this is better for her because if he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm here because I care about fashion icons and then just moves on down the line, this doesn't go viral. But because he was given these weird answers and she handled it like she's not bad in this she, well, does, no. she does the best she can but i know who cat sadler is because she's foxy and she's been there for 100 years none of these articles have her name they're like jim carrey freaks out entertainment reporter yeah so it doesn't do her any good it's still on her reel yeah plus i don't even know if she cares if it goes viral like i think again she's been there remember back in the early days of e they had a handful of people they had this guy steve kometko Juliana Ranzi. They had Todd Howard, or what was his name? Todd Howard, I think, we're going way back. There's another blonde. I can't think of her name. Long face. She was on The View for a little while. Don't know. I just remember Juliana because she was like, I, I thought she owned that place a little. Well, that was kind of that second wave of E, though. I'm talking like back in the early days of E where they had, you know. I don't care. But, Jim, you got really dressed up for the occasion. You look good. I didn't get dressed Who up. Who did? There, there is no me. There's no you. No. We're not here. This is a dream. There's just things happening. So what's happening in our world right now? Because there is a lot of news that actually is relevant that's not that Here's uplifting. Here's the thing. It's not our world. None that's of this is key. real? Nope. nope. So you're just passing We don't through. matter. We don't matter. <laughs> and he walks away and she's like, okay. She did comport herself very well in that. Yeah. I mean, you know. She's like, all right, you don't want to talk about this fashion thing. What's important to you in the news right now? There's a lot going on. That's There's not a whole lot of uh, positive things happening well, right now. Well, why are you here? Mm-hmm. If you want to piss all over this, yeah, stay home. Why'd up? you get dressed up? Yeah, why are you Shaved here? Shave your beard. Yeah. He's just trying to nihilistic. He's just trying to be a weirdo. He's a nihilistic old guy that's trying to get some young fashion poon. She ain't that young. She's like my age, a couple years younger than me. Yeah, I don't think he was him. hitting on her. Leave Jim Carrey alone. No, maybe it's not just about her, but it's, there's other women there. Listen, I like Jim Carrey. I will always root for Jim Carrey, no matter what he I does. I love him in movies. Love him. But, uh, yeah, he's an odd dude. He's going through a rough time right he's now. He's probably trolling her. and Yeah, yeah I don't know what's going on with Jim Carrey. He is That's kind what of... happens when you spend too much time by yourself. He is kind of that guy, too. He's the one at, like, award shows that, like, always has to do something that's, like, a spectacle. I remember seeing him on a Teen Choice or Kids Choice Award or something, and he wore a bunch of pimples, like, fake pimples. He did that other time. And pretended to be a teenager the entire night. That's funny, though. It is funny, but, like, he, what I mean is he's always trying to do some type of spectacle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He doesn't just attend something and be like... Oh, hey, I'm here for the cause. What's up, everyone? He's always got to be like, hey, Well, like, especially weird. S- since he's been off the radar for a bit. So if you're going to show up, you go viral with your show first Show up and D. show out. Yeah. We're not here. He's like, all right, well, you're not, because i got to talk to Kate Blanchett here, so get the hell out of here. <laughs> he did a MTV Music Awards where he showed up dressed like a hippie, had like long hair, oh, long right, yeah. beard, and yeah, glasses. Man, I'm here. Yeah. But nobody knew it was him until he won an award, and then he went up on stage, and they're like, 
Oh, that's and it was hysterical. Yeah, but that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's always doing some kind of like, I wouldn't say anti, you know, event thing, but he's always a little like, bit of a performance art kind of thing. Yeah, he's always kind of poking fun at the whole process of you know getting glam. Well, that's and, why he lobbied so hard to do that Andy Kaufman movie like fifteen years ago. Oh, he really pushed to get that thing made because he, you know, he channels that whole thing. Yeah. He's a disciple. Yeah. Uh, Miss America also happened over the weekend. I don't know who airs these anymore. Uh, they had the, ba- uh, Chris Harrison, who hosts The Bachelor, was the guy. And, uh, Miss America is from North Dakota. Very first time a North Dakotan has ever won Miss America. And I wonder if they're starting to prep these girls on the questions. Because the the girl who ended up winning and then Miss Texas both had... Pretty decent answers to complex questions. So I wonder if they're starting to get wise and go, let's give these girls a bit of a roadmap. Let's give them some Cliff's notes because they pull the answers from a bowl or the questions from a bowl. They don't know what they're going to get, but you think they might just let these girls prep a little bit. I'm sure they give them subjects to to, to be prepared for. Tape your boobs. Study a little bit. Yeah. Points counts. Counts. It's just as important. Um, Here's Miss... North Dakota, uh, Kara Mund, uh, when they ask her about, because I love these questions, when they ask her about uh, the Paris Climate Accords. Mm. <laughs> I was wondering what she thought on this. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see. Is this her talking? Because I have two girls from Miss America. The other one's probably Texas. Miss Texas, yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. This is the one who ended up winning. The U.S. is withdrawing from the agreement, citing negligible environmental effects and negative economic impact. Good decision? Bad decision? Which is it and why? I do believe it's a bad decision. Once we reject that, thank you. Once we reject that, we take ourselves out of the negotiation table, and that's something that we really need to keep in mind. There is evidence that climate change is existing, so whether you believe it or not, we need to be at that table, and I think it's just a bad decision on behalf of the United States. Thank you. That voice. Yeah. She's going to Notre Dame Law School in the fall, so she's... But they've got to be that's prepping. A good answer. It was a good answer, but they got to be prepping these girls. I think they probably give them a number of subjects to be aware of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have an answer for this. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think they say, like, this is the question we're going to ask you. I think they probably just give them a list of topics, like, hey, well, I mean, Paris, Paris Treaty, whatever. Because they pull it from a bowl. Yeah. So you don't know what they're going to get. I yeah. personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some... Uh, People out there in our nation don't have maps. And uh, see, after that, they go, "We got to start prepping these girls. Yeah. We got uh, this is a train wreck out there." I also think that they are asking them to change up kind of how they word their answer, because in if you if first examples that girl you just played that South Carolina or whatever when she messes everything up, she's trying to rephrase the question in her answer. I think they probably put the kibosh on that. I think they say, just answer the question. Don't try to rework the question into your answer. Uh, Miss North Dakota was, um, she was an internship in the Senate. She graduated from Brown University. Well, damn. So she's no dummy. Just that voice that gets on your nerves. The voice, and she has no upper lip. So it's like... Well, I didn't even see her. When she talks... Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> it's coming Back from, to Jim Carrey. It's coming from without an upper lip situation. How you doing? Yeah. Huh. Uh, Miss Texas, Margana Wood was asked a question about the violence in Charlottesville. This is Miss Texas, by the way. 
It's a ballsy move. The president said there was shared blame with, quote, very fine people on both sides. Were there? Tell me yes or no and explain. I think that the white supremacist issue, it was very obvious that it was a terrorist attack. And I think that President Donald Trump should have made a statement earlier addressing the fact and making sure all Americans feel safe in this country. <laughs> that is the number one issue right now. I mean, Texas, that'll get you hate mail. Yeah. That'll get a Molotov cocktail in she your... She went uh, in. I like her. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> Miss Woke America. Yeah, I saw a tweet that said, uh, Miss America, woke AF. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're young women, you know. Uh, hey, uh, Brandon. Hey. Uh, Brandon, what's going on? Not much. I just uh, had a comment about the, the Jim Carrey thing you just played. Yeah. Um, apparently, he's preparing for a role to be uh, Terrence McKenna, some like psychedelic guy from the 70s, and he's been uh, in the thralls of the Amazon taking shrooms and ayahuasca to prepare for it, so that might be why he seems... Oh, well that's, <laughs> that's why he does go all in. <laughs> right. He's yeah, working on yeah. his... He's going to go um, method on his ethnobotany. <laughs> exactly. Right. Terrence McKenna. Okay, well, there you go. He's trying to get some buzz going on. It. Wouldn't surprise me. Good. Yep. Yeah. He's always doing that. He's uh, like this. Uh, everyone's like, "Oh, what's up with Jim Carrey?" I'm like, oh, "He's probably doing a bit again." Yeah, but he just seems like just a r- weird. I mean, you can only do so many of those roles and research them, where you know your own brain starts to turn inward. Yeah. I also like, oh, can't remember who the actors are, but it's like an old story of classic actors, and they go like one was doing method, the other's just an actor, and they're like. Have, they show up and the one's being all weird and stuff like that. And the other one's like, have you tried acting? Right. You just pretend that you're that person while you're that person. And yeah, then it's stop. called acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are telling you he took a lot of mushrooms. He's starting to look a lot older, though. Jim Carrey? Yeah. Well, he looks a lot younger now that he uh, started coloring his hair again and shaved that friggin' beard off. Yeah, but I mean, even his face is starting to look a little... Well, he's mid fifties. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still in pretty good shape for as old as he is. He still looks like Jim Carrey. You know, it's not like not like he's had work done or still dying the hair. That's yeah. For sure. Well, good for him. Gotta look young. He does like younger chicks, doesn't he? Well, he's a what man, guy? I was. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he dates younger chicks. No, Sorry, seventy-year-old girls. He likes some seventy or no, <laughs> not age appropriate is what I mean. But what Hollywood actor dates age appropriate women? I just don't. See Plenty. That. Who? Name one. Hugh Jackman. I don't know. His wife's older than him. Right. There you go. Yeah, well. Oh, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman is not the go-to beard, guy yeah. for anybody. Right. Hugh Jackman, all the articles about him and his wife are like this subtly congratulatory tone. Oh, my God. Can you believe he stayed with her for so long? <laughs> all right. You know? Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. There you go. What's that? They're age appropriate. Oh, they broke up. No, they didn't. That's what I heard. I That's what's it. on the cover of all the tabloids. I didn't uh, see that. They, oh, broke, up. they broke up. Man, if there's only a way to describe my shock using some sort of fruit. What? Probably bananas. That's bananas. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to express my shock through fruit. And <laughs> what? That's, uh, yeah, that's all right. Not <laughs> shock and awe. That's yeah. not just uh, shock. It is funny, I saw, there was some blurb uh, that said, Hey, so which end of the emoji eggplant is supposed to be the good one, by the way? (laughs) Is it the one with the green end, or is it the purple end, or how is this emoji supposed to work? (laughs) These are the actual articles people have been uh, Mm -hmm. driven to write now in their 
quest to fill up 24 hours a day. There's an eggplant vibrator, so you just, I would follow whatever that is. How do you know this, Bill? Because I saw it on an article pretty much asking the same question. Mm. So just follow, the, just take their advice and mm-hmm. do it the way that it shows you on the box. Yeah, so I think... Um, sounds like my toothbrush. Your toothbrush. That's yeah. right. Oh, it sounds like my toothbrush. Yeah. Sounds like my toothbrush, too, but I know that it's only been in my mouth. So. All right, but it's still it's still kind of unclear, which I guess the, <laughs> the green end is the tip. How have they not come, come Erica, out with... you know these things better than I do. Uh, it's confusing, isn't it? Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring. But a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak. Maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy... They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation Windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. I would think the thick end, right? I assume that the thicker end was supposed to be not the I tip. I don't think you're supposed to. But Who wants a chicken The thing bone? is, though, that at least the, the dilled, the, it appears as if the thick end is the one that you apply. Okay. Yeah. Um, because that okay, green so one has a nubbin on top yeah. of it. I don't know <laughs> if I want to stick that up there. Greasy. It looks greasy. How did not come out with like X-rated emojis yet? Like on Grinder, Grinder was ahead of its time. Grinder Apple controls everything. Well, no, there's there's emojis on you know Android. I have an Android and I still have emojis, and I have the eggplant emoji. I just Grinder. When you get on Grinder, they have like leather and chains, and they have dildos. They have anything you could possibly want on there to be dirty. Without like you, you don't even have to send like hey anymore. They have their own you, emojis on there. Yep, 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 yep. God, so we're not even you're not even communicating with actual text on Grinder. You can just emoji each other. Nope, just hairy butt cheeks and for days. You know, with this whole weekend of weather porn that I was watching, they you know after forty eight thirty six hours of these people trying to find new ways to describe what's happening, and they were like, oh, the eye of the hurricane's over here. You know, we're all thinking the same thing. Looking at those models, they should mix. They should be like the bung of the hurricane. They should mix it up. Don't just call it the eye. Call it the bung of the hurricane. Hmm. Right. The tutor of the hurricane. Sure. Hey, look at that. It's right over Tampa. (laughs) I'm trying to help them out. I'm trying to help them out. Switch it up. As a professional courtesy. 
who wouldn't, you know, they, they're like, well, mandatory evacuation, but there are a lot of people who either don't have the inclination or the means. You would get the hell out of Dodge if they told you the bung of the hurricane was going to be right over your house. I have the hurricane. They go, oh, we'll stay put. We'll hunker down. Mm-hmm. They said the bung of the hurricane is going to be over your house. You'd leave. You ain't going to hunker down. I don't want the thing to fart on me. Oh. Or worse. Or worse. <laughs> it's going to be a wet one. Welcome back. Local DJ and all-around female orgasm denier, Alan Cox. This is the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Tribe game tonight back at home. They're going to play the Detroit Tigers. Now Verlander free. The Indian streak sits at 18 games. 7-10 tonight is your first pitch downtown. So we'll get out of here a bit early today and tomorrow, as a matter of fact. 637 is when that Indians pregame your uh, warm-up with Rosie. 637. He joined us on Friday. Uh, Friday's show might be the first live show we've podcasted in a long, long time because of the new platform. Oh, right. It's a lot easier for me to do. So uh, if you want to hear the Friday show from Progressive Field, we talked to Josh Tomlin. We talked to Rosie for a bit. And it was Poundcake's birthday. So I got him a birthday cake. A lot of shenanigans. <laughs> Bill got him a birthday cake and then subsequently blocked him. Hashtag block Poundcake. Hashtag block Poundcake. Um, but there is still time for you, by the way, to get some Navy and Red baseball as we go into the postseason. You go to CLE Clothing. Uh, not the least of which that they get the vintage buzzard tees and all kinds of other stuff, and you can save twenty percent when you use the code Tito throughout the month of September. Maybe I don't know if I'm saying it enough. I've had a lot of people hit me up and go, "What's the code?" So Tito, T I T O, is what you want to use in September, in store or online. You just want to be lazy and shop online. No harm there. You can go to cleclothingco.com. God, I stink today. Can you guys smell me? Mm-hmm. Not from here. Just your breath and your pits. Did you shower? Well, I didn't shower, but Why? I, eh, I was in a hurry. It's not because of that, though. Like, I'm not a sweaty guy, but I guess it was hot this morning, or it was cold, so I had, like, a denim jacket on, but then it got hot. But, like, I don't ever really stink. I don't... I stink, man. And usually if Keep I that do... that stank over there. Well, usually if I do, it's my right pit. Do you have one pit that stinks? My, my predominant pit is my right pit as yeah. well. If yeah. I, if I ever stink, it's my right pit. Today, it's my left. It's freaking oh, me out. Weird. So I apologize if anyone can smell me, because I stink today. Do you I don't know some? what's up. Nope. I got deodorant in my bag if you want some. I think I I do, too, in my gym bag, so okay. I'll get some of that. But, yeah, it's bumming me out. Ew. I think maybe my pH is off or something. Is that what it is? <laughs> you're getting older. It's, your, it's just your skin rotting. My skin's rotting. That's what you're going with? So you know old bitch. people stink. They just do. Yeah, when they're 95, not when they're 46. Trust me, I smell great most of the time, which is precisely why it's so striking that I stink today. Hmm. If I stunk all the time, people go, mm, here comes Alan. Comes old you know, stinky Here Alan. comes old stinky Cox. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was never the stinky kid in school. Every school had a stinky oh, kid. Yeah. If you were lucky, you only had one. We had Mickey Molitor. He's dead now. Uh, good riddance. But, um, yeah, he was one of the kids who stunk. I just never understand that. Like, it's really easy to not stink. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like showering. And especially like... I don't like showering either, but I 
do. I love showering. It's not that easy as what you think it is. There there was kids in my school that used to stink, and they the household had like 12 kids. I kid you not. Like They had 12 kids and one shower. So they would have to pick which days that they were allowed to shower because not all of them, they'll be missing the bus every day if they were But you could go a couple days without showering and not stink. Right. Not these kids. They're outside playing. You stink! Playing uh, basketball in the street, running up and down. Well, I'd probably the- play less basketball if I stunk. And I couldn't get to a shower. That was just little dingy, musty-ass kids. I don't understand it, but that would mean... They're trying to pack as much as they can into life. So they don't want to go in and shower. And, and, and teenage boys get to a spot where they don't want to shower. Yeah. Like, you got to tell them, get in there and wash your ass, because, you know. Then so you- I think some people just carry that into adulthood. They're like, that isn't so bad. By the time I got out of high school, everybody knew I was the stinky kid, so I'll just ride that into uh, the sunset. Yeah, Dave. And then once you figure it out and stop being the stinky kid, everyone's happy for you. Everyone's like, hey, you figured out showers and yeah, but deodorant. They'll, but they'll still call you stinky. So I think some people go, doesn't matter if I start cleaning up my act. I got that label. I'm the stinky kid. Yeah. You know? When I was younger. In high school, though. But once you're out of high school, no one knows. Yeah, this kid died. Yeah. Well, kid, he's like, he died like, oh, he's wow. died five, uh, he's a pain. Oh, he stinks real bad now. Good riddance, yeah, yeah, he really stinks now. He's rotten. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to think uh, I was cleaner by turning my underwear inside out so I could get day two out of them. Oh, why, why would you do yeah. that? Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Did you do your own laundry, or are you just no, trying I, to I, save your mom some time? I did not do my own laundry. I didn't do my own laundry till I was in high school. This was like So early. then you just saying, hey, mom, now you got to deal with two sides of skin marks. No, but... but there was no skid marks. I'm just saying I thought I was cleaner. Like, oh, well, I'm not wearing the dirty side. So let me just flip them inside out. I could get day two out of them. I was going to, you Jesus. know, get more bang for my buck. <laughs> Why didn't you just buy more underwear? The underwear weren't dirty. I just thought the side that I was wearing them, you know, for whatever reason we wash clothes, I thought all the germs and bacteria were on the side that I wore them on. So In I way, turned well, That's a out. good assumption. He's being green because he's not wasting water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the so. inside of his jeans was being green, too, when he flipped <laughs> his underwear inside yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, so silly me. I tried to get day two out. Now I just don't day change two. it. Day two. How old were you when you did that? Uh, this is How old are you when you're in sixth grade? Like 11? Yeah, Probably. Like 11, 12, Probably. Like 11. Uh, like 10 or 11. I wouldn't say 12. 12, uh, you're old enough to know. I was doing things at like 11, so. Jesus. Yeah. Doing things. I just don't like to wash my hair that often. You're not because, supposed to. Yeah, because it makes your hair dry. So I will usually go, oh, like at least four days. And sometimes I'll go up to a week without washing my hair. Up to a week? Yeah. You so try I to get just, them to dry it out? No, I just... <laughs> dry it out. It doesn't... My hair actually is not very prone to getting oily. So it usually takes until like maybe day four to even start getting oily. And then when it does, I just wear it up because I, I have much healthier hair and not washing it every day. So I... Yeah, I just I just don't. Well, anyway, I'm I'm I gotta get home tonight and take a shower because my pits stink. Yeah, well, real gross, bro. Yeah, it is, and I apologize. I'm just not used to it. You know, I'm not used to. Uh, I don't wear deodorant that often because I don't stink. What? Just don't need it. Don't need it. Well, you, everyone needs deodorant. No, I'm telling you. This is why I'm so freaked out that I stink, because I don't ever stink. I don't sweat that much when I'm, like, working out or running around. or do- I'm not a big sweater. I'm not either, but I, I barely ever, like, sweat out of my armpits, but I always wear deodorant. Always. Yeah, I think I do as a reflex, but I don't need it. But today, I should have put it on. I got to put it on the break, because I'm really funking myself up here. Maybe you need it more often than you think, but it, since it's there... Because I'm getting older. Yeah. 
Maybe that's, right. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm my I'm starting to rot. Yep. Slowly but surely. Well, then you Listen, also I, have to uh, use the right kind of deodorant because if you use the wrong kind, it gives you armpit cancer or something. Everything's scary. Like talcum powder? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, I use like the Whole Foods, whatever. I just use the cancer one. Maybe it my the best. maybe my rotting soul <laughs> is finally starting to smell externally. Who knows? Yeah, that that's be been it. going on for a long time. Maybe I can't hold it off any longer. <laughs> is there any kind of soul deodorant? I mean, uh, if, if you had, if sage? that was if that was a thing, yeah, sage the clear, cleanse your aura. Yeah. Uh, Don Olmeyer died. A lot of people might know that name. He was a guy who created must see TV for NBC. He was also the guy who famously fired Norm Macdonald. From SNL Weekend Update because he was pals with OJ and didn't like all the OJ jokes. Never mind the fact that everyone and their mother was making fun of OJ Simpson with the whole I'm going to find the real killers thing. But Don Olmeyer was his buddy. And um, he was a producer for Monday Night Football. He was a guy that ran NBC Sports for a while. And then he went over to SNL and I think they had uh, problems with him there. But I was trying to Google uh, or I looked on Twitter because I follow Norm. And I wanted to see if he had made any comment on it, but I didn't see. Uh, I would think that he would have been the first guy to say something about Don Olmeyer dying. But uh, he was 72. The must-see TV guy. Had cancer and died at home. Rip. Hmm. Rip. (laughs) wonder if it was armpit cancer. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You see Ray Liotta's the new uh, Colonel Sanders? Oh, he is? Yeah, for KFC. I haven't seen that one Speaking of Norm MacDonald. They did like an old time, a fake old timey KFC commercial where Norm is hiding behind a tree, and pokes his head out. And now the new, uh, this has been their bit is they keep changing up Colonel Sanders. So they had Gaffigan, Rob Lowe was the last one. Um, Norm did it for a while. Daryl Hammond, I think, was the first one when they started this actors playing the Colonel bit. And uh, Ray Liotta is now <laughs> uh, Colonel Sanders. Billy Zane, Rob Riggle, I forgot about those guys. And didn't they, they were all uh, Colonel Sanders? They have a race car driver or something do it? I don't know. Or a country music guy? Honey mustard barbecue, Georgia gold. Nope. Tell them about Nashville hot. Who said that? Nashville hot. I will wash your mouth out with sweet and tangy chicken. Try it. You go prove. Georgia gold. Nashville hot. Georgia gold. Georgia gold. Nashville. Anyway, that's Ray Liotta. <laughs> Uh, why'd you do that, Karen? Flushed all my Karen. chicken. Karen. <laughs> Karen. That's an original recipe. Yeah, Karen, it's all I've got. Karen, that recipe is all we had. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 herbs and spices. Why did you do that, Karen? Karen. Hmm. Eric Bowling's son committed suicide. Remember this guy, Eric Bowling? Did this he was, just no. get fired? Like, yeah, this was the latest guy to get fired over at Fox News because a bunch of girls said he sent them their ween. We talked about this when this happened a while ago. Two hours after he finds out that Fox News is letting him go, he finds out that his son killed himself. That is a bad, bad day. That's a real bad day. Hey, uh, we're going to get rid of you because uh, we don't want all this D-pick nonsense. So we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, hope life continues to be... Um, you know, whatever. Because he's suing the people who <laughs> reported the truth. Not sure how that's going to go for him. But uh, yeah, his 19-year-old son, I think he overdosed in Colorado. What? Can you sue someone for that? So was, it wasn't an yeah, intentional... Yeah, you say, you say it's defamation. You mm. can sue him. You go, that's not true. 
But if it is true, then there's not really Then you're screwed. So you just try to save face by suing. Well, that's why these guys always sue the person who wrote the article and not the company they work for. They're like, uh-huh. I'm going to sue that guy. I'm not going to sue the New York Times because they have much deeper pockets, obviously. But Alan, my last name is Booker, so kids in school called me Booger. Yeah, boo-hoo. Try Cox. No sympathy from me. Booker is not that bad. No. Now, if your first name was Booker and your last name was Cox, that's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to have a good time in school. Yeah, my friend Chris Booker. He's on the air out in L.A. Everybody calls him Booger. They do? Yeah. Oh. I mean, in... in I don't know that I would make that connection. In, uh, in mixed company. You wouldn't make the connection between Booker and Booger? Not really. That wouldn't be the first thing I'd go to, no. What, what would you do? Yeah, what would you go to? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I, it would A booker, ac- like a librarian? Yeah, I'll call you a librarian. <laughs> I just mean, guy. It, would, booker, it, Dano. it wouldn't occur to me to call someone Booger, whose last name was Booker. Really? Yeah. I don't huh. Know. All right. Well, maybe you were much nicer in school than some other people are. You know, I can't say I was super nice in school, but I certainly was not. I didn't, I didn't actively, like, make fun of people. That- no, you're probably a bitch. No. <laughs> Hashtag block pound cake. You want to get in on this? Yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> Alan is nice to people. Alan isn't hashtag black pound cake kind of racist. No, it's block pound cake. Black pound cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's going to work properly, it's going to be hashtag block pound cake. Besides, I am black, black. Black pound cake. Yes, you are black. They're not incorrect, but my favorite thing is when pound cake talks about all the things that white people are doing wrong. I'm like, but you're half white. Do you own that in any capacity? And he's like... Just his dancing. Yeah, he's, that's what he'll say. He's like, well, just the dancing part. But also, <laughs> black people do a lot of things wrong. Oh, absolutely. Latinos I'm not... do a lot of things wrong. And Asians do a lot of things wrong. It's kind of this human trait that we all share. I'm equal there's one thing that, brings us, that should bring us all together is that we're all terrible. Exactly. I just like to highlight some things i think it's funny the different cultures and like the the things that one culture will do that other people will look at like what the hell that's a white people thing so there there are certain things that racists do that not other- yeah but how is that highlighting a culture yeah, it's just it's highlighting it because you're just bringing it to the forefront because white people may not realize they do something that judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. 
Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your WindowNation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted WindowNation for their homes. WindowNation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. And so some of your examples were what? I don't remember. We were talking. I I was saying it the other night on your birthday. I was like, wait, but you're part white. This wasn't on my birthday. We were leaving the studio, and we were walking through the hallway. right. I forget what it was. It was in passing, but... I, there's a lot of things that I do that I I realize that that's totally coming from my dad. Like me jump wanting to jump out of an airplane. I'm like, yeah, my mom is afraid of heights. My brother would never do that because that, of no other black person's ever wanted I'm to skydiving. I'm not saying that, but I know my dad would probably do something like that, and he's the white version of me. So that's what my mom used to say. She's like, oh, that's your daddy and you. Yeah, that's some white people stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess if you're a black person, you can jump so high already. You don't need to jump out of an airplane. <laughs> I see. I didn't get that trait. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and, and pound cake being a biracial, um, you know, like you said, growing up, and you're not alone in this. You know, you're uh, not uh, you're too white for your black friends. You're too black for your white friends, or whatever. You're not uh, yep. white enough, or whatever. You know, you got to come at you from all sides. And so I feel you like, can't win. Yeah. So I feel like I'm allowed to make fun because I got. Then you the, come to work and we still break your balls. Yeah, it doesn't you matter. You really cannot win. <laughs> but uh, fortunately, that's got nothing to do with your genetic makeup. I just I find that you identify more with your black side than you do with your white well, side. Well, because I was raised by yeah, my black right. family. Yeah. My whole family is black. The only white person that I am related to is my father. But he's also and I don't know him. He's also outwardly black. He's visually black. Like you could go, right. oh, he's half white, but it's like if I, you know, I think when you're out in the world, you're obviously identified at first blush by what you look like. Well, most people right. pass you know. me as, uh, I don't pass as white. They say I'm like a, a really dark Italian or I'm like an, a Latino. You're high yellow. Yellow. Yeah. A hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they say you're what, Italian? Yeah, they say Italian. Oh, yeah? All which right. I, which the that white, must be the mustache. The white side of me is Italian. <laughs> the white side of you is Italian. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I'm going to come up with a list. I'm going to go home and write down what things white people do that black people don't do and uh, things that black people... Oh, oh I, that territory has never been traversed yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a show from the 90s called A&E's An Evening at the Improv. That's right. Deaf Comedy oh, Jam, Def Comedy which Jam. is coming yes. back. Yep. You can uh, find plenty of different. Why people there. be crazy? <laughs> Bitches be shopping. <laughs> hey, listen, the Browns lost, and now Cleveland has lost their shot at the brand new Amazon headquarters. Ah, so close. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, somebody kind of did a um, kind of a rundown of, because Amazon is looking to build this $5 billion headquarters, right, outside of Seattle. Mm -hmm. HQ2 is what they want to call it. 50,000 jobs over the next two decades. And so they've got some criteria, and they need cities that have got infrastructure that can deal with that. So they're looking for places where job growth is strong, which from the top removes Cleveland. But one by one, they've kind of done some research, and there's nothing final, but they've looked at cities. They wanted cities that had, I think, over a couple million people in the metro area. I saw, yeah, a million was like their base. Yep. So they got rid of Chicago and Pittsburgh. Uh, Illinois is pretty broke. And then they were like, well, we want a place where the labor pool is growing. 
Uh, so that left them with like Indianapolis and Dallas and San Francisco. They wanted places where the quality of life is high, so that chopped off another dozen cities. Mm-hmm. What about Columbus? Do they have enough people there? Columbus made it to like round two. Mm. Cleveland was gone, then Columbus. Uh, they want people who can get easily around and out of town, and that left them with about four cities. Can't Cleveland get a golden ticket, or what's the pass that they give on all those reality shows to get to the final round? I feel like we should still be in this. No, callback. We had yeah. to, we had to we had <laughs> to the judges' choice. Pass a lot of other cities to get through this. They finally landed on one uh, metro area that checked all their boxes, and is so far it is Denver. Um, not surprising. Denver is everybody's city. You know, it's funny, though. Our, our friend Neil Steinberg, who writes for the Chicago Sun-Times, has been here on the show before, too. He called Denver Cleveland with Hills. Hmm. Huh. He, he's a Chicago booster, obviously, and thinks that they should get uh, they got short shrift. But And this is an unofficial thing, but they were ticking off cities less, left and right. But Cleveland was in the very first round and then got knocked out with about a dozen, a dozen other cities. But, you know, and I initially thought, I go, well, it is a long shot. But imagine if... And Columbus is more likely because they already have one of those Amazon centers down there, fulfillment center. But imagine if Cleveland, Ohio was the Amazon HQ2. Be a huge, huge thing. Be, be a big deal. Yeah. Be but, Amazon. uh, no. It'd be what? If only there was a word. Amazon. Amazon. Word jokes are ponderful. <laughs> All right. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Got my deode on now. I'm all sweetly perfumed up. Can you smell me from over there? Sweetly perfumed. Yeah. Got my Old Spice Fiji on, boy. Of course, now it just... (laughs) It's kind of like... You know when they'll hang, somebody will hang a uh, one of those uh, pine tree air fresheners in the men's room, so it just sounds like, it smells like somebody took a dump on a pine tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Uh, Indians tonight at home playing the Detroit Tigers. That's a 7-10 game. Uh, Indians streak is at 18 games. Uh, so 6:37 is when your pregame will begin uh, here tonight and tomorrow, by the way on MMS, as we roll toward the end of the regular season, I'm going to have to switch up my license plate frame from the White Sox to the Bears. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. The Bears didn't look as bad as I thought they were going to be. They did not. Nope, I was not. uh, We do our uh, Cocks Out pregame party at Liquid before the Browns home game, so I was talking to a lot of people yesterday. It was a lot of fun. First one, so like everybody comes out. Yeah. Like all the salespeople are there. Nolan's over in the Airstream. It was a ton of fun. I mean, it always is, but the first one is, is always a blast. And, you know, people know I'm a Bears fan, and so they were kind of busting my chops. Mitch Trubisky, I mean, who knows what the hell he's going to do, but... uh. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know. they had an encouraging loss, right? Same as the Browns. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's all you can hope for. Right. Really. One of those losses where you know Hugh Jackson goes, "Well, it's a young team. Uh, these guys are going to do." Uh, hey, K- I was Kaiser Soze is looking good. It was a impressive game all the way through. Like it was, I mean, if they don't have that block punt at the beginning of the game, we could have won. Yeah. Yeah, I had planned on going tailgating early. With my husband and some friends, and 
I woke up that morning. This was after Poundcake's birthdaying. Now, I had two glasses of champagne and one shot over the course of like seven hours. So definitely was not drunk by any means. Seven hours. That's a long night anyway. Yeah. Well, because I was like, yeah. yeah. A 30-year-old. <sighs> yeah. So I wasn't drunk, but it's the sugar stuff. It, 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 that whatever mixed shot we had did I don't not think I sit got, well with I me. I don't think I got a mixed shot with you. I don't think so. Yes, yes, you did in the DJ booth at Magnolia. We all did the shot together. Before you started, started touching the Dews albums. It was like a Washington apple. It was something with like pucker, like something sweet. I don't remember that. I don't remember and taking And I just remember shot. going... Oh, this is going to make me hungover. I've only had two glasses of champagne all night, and this is what's going to make me feel sick tomorrow. Is the sugar what does it? Oh, yeah. I woke up. Um, I don't really feel hungover. Oh, God. I just get, I get real, like, headachey and just real, like, like nauseous. Yeah, but I'm usually mixing with Red Bull. I mean, don't get much more sugary than that, but I yeah. just don't get hangover. Oh, my God. Yeah. Clearly, I've got a sugar thing, but um, I woke up in the morning and... I had someone coming to pick up like one of the leftover garage sale items, and they were supposed to be at my house at 9 a.m. They got there at 8.30. They were a little bit early. I was dead asleep, and the doorbell rings, and I'm like, ah, ah, and my husband's already downstairs, but he's like <laughs> naked in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, so I just throw on whatever I can throw on. I still have my makeup on from the night before. These people must have thought I was insane, because I was still like waking up as I was talking to them. You look like an old cat lady. Oh, God. Mascara just, smeared. Yeah, I was just like, ah. Uh, yeah, one second, my husband will bring it out to you. And I was like fumbling over my words. I tripped and fell on the floor because I was still like, <laughs> I was literally like ate it, like right in front of these people because I was just like still waking up. But I felt like I woke up out of a coma. And I'm like, I'm not going to tailgate right now. I'm an adult. I'm going to wait to party until later in the day. Yeah. So I went back to bed. I was like, screw that. I'm not going to drink right now. It's a long day. I mean, there's some, peop- there's some people I know who are just kind of tailgate buddies or whatever. That's kind of how what I know them from. And, uh, yeah, when they come walking into my gig at 1030 and they're already blitzed, yeah. I'm like, when did you guys get over there? Oh, 6 a.m. Yeah, not that early, but pretty early. I mean, you know. Call me old, but, like, I just don't like to day drink anymore like that. Day drinking is fine, like if you're out like at brunch at like 11 a.m. or like maybe in the late afternoon or something. But to wake up early in the morning to drink all day, I just don't think it's for me because it messes with your sleep schedule. Like you get home and then you want to sleep, but then you don't want to sleep too long because you still want to be tired to sleep through the night. It's like a whole thing. Well, that's an option, but I mean, for me, I got a 19 month old at home, so I can't come home and be like. Honey, just watch Peppa yeah. Pig for the next five hours, <laughs> you know. Well, my, my I'm going to put Paw Patrol on for you. My husband still went to the tailgate, and you know, because he was going with friends anyway. And I think he came home pretty blitzed in an Uber about f- like 4 p.m. or something after the game was over and everything. And you know the person's drunk when they say, I'm going to be really drunk when I get home. Because usually drunk people don't like to admit they're drunk. So he was wasted. He gets home, and he's like, order me a pizza. And then passes out on the couch for some kind of, you know, whatever time. And then he ended up waking up for a little bit and then went to bed at like 7.30. Did you order him a pizza? Hell no, I didn't. I said, order yourself a damn pizza. All the things he does because you want him to do them. And what, you can't what order. You mean? order All the crap you tell him. He's killing spiders. He's moving no, your crap from the... He's refusing to kill spiders. 
You yeah, can't you order him a pizza. Order pizzas. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm like, no, I don't know what he wants. And then, like, you know what? He, you go into his order history. Also, he didn't tell me what time he was coming home. So I didn't even know logistically, like, when he'd be home to consume said pizza. He would be happy to have it there. You just didn't want to do it. But guess what? You're making up reasons. He but had you the didn't want to do it. pizza in the fridge, which he was perfectly fine with eating. Well, so, then you should have just heated that up and acted like you had a slice already. He eats it cold, so he didn't even care. <laughs> well, but I love he, cold but pizza. he asked you to do it, and you said no. Order your own damn pizza. Yeah, because I plan ahead for things like that. If I know I'm going to be hammered, I'll already have my order in my cart for Domino's and like have it ready to go. <laughs> wow. You pre-order your hangover meal? <laughs> He's the one that pre-orders a hangover meal. Like If he goes out at night, he orders himself a pizza at Papa John's like the night before because if you order past their closing time, they'll just deliver it the next day. So like he he already has that in place. I'm like... Mind you, he was at a bar that served food. But all that aside. So I'm like, why don't you just order food there? All that aside, he asked you to order him a pizza. And you said no. No, hard pass. Because of X, Y, and Z. Hard pass. Yeah. So the next time you need him to do something, he's going to go, nope. No, but then when he got home. Remember that easy, easy thing I asked you to do for me when I got home and you wouldn't do it to sustain me? I just wanted some food, and you wouldn't do it. He's at a bar you when they serve food. You gave me a hard pass. He wasn't in his right mind. He comes home. Every guy comes home, a married guy, if you live with your girlfriend. You come home, and yeah, you might be a little drunk, but you know what? Your cockles are a little warmer uh-huh. because you know you're going home to your woman, and, and she takes you for who you are. She ex- accepts you, foibles, warts and all. Yeah. He flops down on the couch, honey, order me a pizza, and you say... Hard pass. No, I just said no. Order your own damn pizza. Order your own <laughs> damn pizza. I have actually ordered him pizzas wow. for when he arrived home drunk on multiple occasions. Multiple times I ordered a pizza. This time yeah, I was back like, back in the good days, like this when time you guys I was were like, in love. Yeah, no, this is like a couple months ago. I had I've ordered yeah. him pizzas, but he was Things at fall a bar. Apart real quickly, but who's keeping score? <laughs> and then he comes home. He goes, "Want to go to tavern?" Which is our little local place. And I'm like. Why Why on earth would we go to Tavern right now? You are already drunk. Oh, well, I figured... Second wind. He said, for friendship? I'm like... <laughs> he's trying. He's still trying. Yeah. She's like, he's trying to friendship? Did you just notice I refuse to order you a pizza? Yeah. A process that cannot get... A, there are literally fewer things easier in the 21st century than having it. he do it? Because he was drunk and asked you to do Maybe it. his phone was almost Oh, he died. gave me the, the, the incredible, heartfelt uh, gift of having to order him a pizza. Well, I didn't say that, but not everything you want to do, you do. No, but when he got Imagine home... when he asks you to do something that really takes effort, and you go, hard pass. Well, those things I do for him. Why? I do lots of things for him. Such as? Such as his laundry... Uh, but you won't order him a pizza? He can almost I park mean, his car in the garage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? That was no small feat working out there three days in a row by my... Not by myself, but like with without him one of the days. Hey, the people that came to pick up that thing at 830, did they return it at 845? No, thank God. Right. I'm like, uh, Some people okay. are wondering. I said... Well, I did tell them. I said, because it was a bed frame and it was taken apart already. Um, and I said, listen, here's the instructions... Here are all the pieces. I'm positive all the pieces are here. They went right into this plastic bag. But I don't I I can't help you put it back together. So this is your responsibility from here on out what happens to this bed frame. If you can't figure out how to get it back together, 
like you can't return this to me. This we're is on you. I'm just saying we're starting to see the beginnings of crotchety Erica. Imagine how you'll be in 25 no. years if you guys are still married. Imagine how you'll be. I'm fine. You wouldn't even order him a pizza. I was hungover. And so was he. No, he was currently drunk. (laughs) He asked his wife. Right, he's in worse shape than you. He's trying to avoid the hangover with pizza. No, but then I scratched his scalp, which he enjoys, and... He's a dog. Like he's a cat. She she treats you like you're a cat. He loves that. He loves it. He fell asleep on me while I was drunk. Yeah, because he's like... flea medicine on. He's... uh, I brought him cold water. That's what he settled for. He's like, I can't get a pizza, so scratch my head. I threw a Milky Way at him when he wanted. He said he wanted a treat. All of which took more effort than just ordering him a pizza. Right, but it worked out because he didn't need another pizza because he still had leftover pizza from the night before. Wow, you're like you're like really you're like his mom. You're like coming up with all these reasons why you're not going to do something. <laughs> you have pizza in the refrigerator. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation Windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation Windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Greater. <laughs> well, what's the point of ordering a new pizza when there's still pizza from the night before? Right. Like it's a mom would about... say. Like a mother would well, say. Well, we're trying it's... to be a little more frugal these right. days. Right. Frugal. <laughs> But did you, you guys are still going him? out and spending money on booze and getting drunk. I tell him that all the time. I don't spend very much money on booze because I don't drink very much. Wow. It did takes you... me two drinks for a night, and I'm fine. I hate to tell you this. One of these days, it might not be soon, someday, <laughs> he will find someone who will order him a pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have ordered him pizzas. Yeah, right. Countless pizzas. I've ordered you them before. I'm talking about right now. No. Oh, okay. We, you know, I bring him Taco Bell home sometimes. Ooh, yeah, I love Taco Bell. Yeah. When your wife orders you a big old pizza pie, that's amore. That's love. I have. I have. You you used to. This, okay, one time I was hungover and didn't feel like it. But I was just. How are you still so hungover at that point in the day? Here's the thing, though. If I'm hungover, it's all day. There's no, like, hey, I'll just rally in the evening. Unless I start drinking again, I'm hungover all day. Why don't you do that? Because I just. You know, when you're a level of hungover where you don't even want to look at alcohol? So you were 
from two glasses of champagne and one shot. Whatever shot that was. It, 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 no, the sugar. You know what I think it was? I think it was that rosé beer that I got. <laughs> I didn't drink that. I love that beer. It sounds like Why do ca- I have a hangover from, from your beer? <laughs> pop, pop, you got right. a contact hangover? <laughs> no, because I think and I pa- and everything it pa- And no. everything put together, the pound cake, ends up drinking. It's like the island of misfit beverages. He just, oh people God. hand him crap. It was a they, gift, yeah. Right, uh, no, I get it. My but. gift. My favorite bartender, he was there, and he was like, you want to drink? I'm like, sure. He was like, okay, I'll be right back. And he knows what I like. He knows like what, like what my taste is. So he go comes back. And he's like, here, here's this Ryan guy's, uh, you know, rose beer. I'm like, mm, delightful. So then I just start drinking it, and I was you already had, drunk. But by that why time. would that cause me to have a hangover? I didn't know if you had some too. I didn't you, know. By the way, you had that drink. You mostly spilt it on the floor. The majority of the night, you were just spilling it on me and on the floor. Oh, I was spilling it on myself too. People kept bumping yeah, into me. Yeah, and then when he maybe you got contact drunk, maybe it went into your skin. I don't know. But at the end of the night, he still had this warm glass of whatever the beer was. I was still sipping it. And it was almost all the way full. I'm like, how? He spilled this all over me, all over the floor, (laughs) all over himself. Because I'm great. I think he had a sip, but there was still a ton of beer left. I was sipping. Well, you can't keep track of what happens on a big birthday evening party. Uh, Email from Julianne. Enough with the pizza talk. Good grief. Who cares? (laughs) All right. Well. I agree with her. Her husband cares. He has a pizza tattoo on his, what, on his leg or on his arm? Yeah, pizza is his world. Yes, his world. He so does he, have a pie till I die tattoo. He cares. <laughs> and you can't be bothered. Which is a skeleton holding him. a cheesy slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be him when you don't order him. <laughs> <laughs> Waste away. <laughs> He's trying to give you a vision of the future. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but okay. Clearly, Pizza clearly, Gate. you Pizza don't. Gate round two. Clearly, you don't think that trying to keep your husband happy. Oh please! With the smallest little uh, bits, you know, my wife and I will be celebrating our fourth anniversary on Wednesday. Yeah, congratulations! And, well, I mean, it's great, you know, but I, I always, you know, we like to do uh, little things for each other on a day-to-day basis. I do that as well. Uh huh. We bring each other food. My home. wife doesn't come up with cockamamie reasons why she can't do something for me. His birthday is Friday. Even if she knows it's ridiculous, his all my requests Thursday. are ridiculous. His birthday's Thursday. I have purchased him a thoughtful was. gift. He's a fellow Virgo. That's why I, I always liked him. Is that thoughtful gift a pizza gift card that he can use himself? No, but it could next be next time he wants. It, 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 I am very thoughtful when it comes to my husband. I think of, he'll mention something, and I will go out and grab that thing and surprise him with it. Unless I'm... he's in the room and mentions it to you directly. <laughs> then you say, hard pass. <laughs> no, he was, he He's was, telling he... you, this is what I want. No, but You was... go, suck it. Is okay. it a pizza gift card? My bar? final rebuttal is this. Let me pull up the text message. Oh, please don't. Yes, I am. Hey, Too late. No. no. Hey, yes. Jared, please do not. Hey, Jared. <laughs> Yeah. Get me out of this. Um, well, I have a good uh, food story about a girl I, I was dating. All right. You probably don't, but uh, who cares? I'll get into it with you. Okay. Um, so we were out, and we had drinks, and she wanted to get a hotel room, and I was like, okay, sure. I'll get the hotel room. Why not? I get the hotel room, and then I'm sitting out in front of the hotel waiting for her. 20 minutes goes by. I'm like, this this chick's not, not coming back to the hotel. So I'm like, I'm getting ready to go. She comes pulling up, and she's like, sorry it took me so long. Pulls out three bags of Wendy's. And mind you, she's like a fitness model, really smoking hot chick. Three bags of Wendy's. She's got a salad, a bunch of burgers, chicken sandwich, 
and two large sodas. And then she also pulls out a bottle of wine and a six pack of six pack of fat tire. Please yeah. tell me you married like, her. And then you woke up. <laughs> then yeah. you woke up uh, she was, covered in his she own sick. <laughs> nice clean butthole. Right. So well, she's now your wife, right? Step her game up. Did That's, you did you wipe oh, her up? Please. Um I'm still seeing her, and it's been six months now. He's like, how come you oh, don't wow. bring me bags of Wendy's and fat tire anymore? Congratulations on six months. Hey, Try that's a long years. time. Okay, wow, that is a long time. 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 But no, six I'll, months, I'll, ten I'll years, whatever. She yeah, was... Call, call back when you've been with her for ten... With you for six years. That is impressive. Call back to our imaginary radio show when, um, in ten years, when you have uh, been with her for that long, and she's still bringing you satchels of food. Because oh, I'm sure she would. Well, you've been with her six months. Give it some time. Eric is trying to say, wait till down the road when you're disgusted with each other and don't want to do anything <laughs> yeah. anymore. You're in the honeymoon phase. What an awful, awful whatever. I'm not trying to impress nobody. But also, <laughs> clean she doesn't have to bring it. She just, <laughs> can just yeah, order yeah, it. Thank you for the call. Thank, thank you, Jared. All right. Hope don't she dumps you. Bye. Thank me for the call. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hope she dumps you. <laughs> Erica doesn't believe in love anymore. I guess just because you're unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just can't believe that this is even a deal. I always order him pizza, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> but it's the one time you didn't mm-hmm. when he asked you directly. I guess. Who cares? What's, what have you done for me lately? Who cares what you did in the past? Well. He's like, honey, order me a pizza. And you say hard. The text was unclear because past. he said just kidding after that. Just kidding. He 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 said, "Order me a pizza." He said, "Just kidding," because he knew that would be your reaction. Order but he a really pizza. wanted it. What? Just kidding? Or like pizza with ranch? And I said, "Order yourself a pizza." And he said, "No way." Wow. And I said, "When are you coming home so I can have the pizza ready?" Nothing. So I didn't order the pizza. That's what happened. So it's his fault. I'm not blaming anyone. There's, there's <laughs> huh. fault on both sides. Frankly, many sides. Frankly, why didn't the pizza place know we wanted one? <laughs> there's fault on it's, many it's, sides. It's really, yeah, there were some fine people at that pizza place. <laughs> 62% fake laughs, 100% real sodomy. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Yeah, that's no lie, boy. 35192. Want to give me a text? Anybody see it over the weekend? I did not. I saw it. I didn't realize that it was the first half of the movie. Yeah. That they're going to do the second one with the adults? Yeah, and I I thought they crammed it all into the same thing. No, and the the cast for the adult part is pretty good from what's rumored. Um, For people who've read the book, It, there is a child orgy scene in it. That a lot of people weren't sure how they were going to uh, shoot that for the film. Stephen King's weird. Yeah. Um, Why were the kids having an orgy? Because what was it? They. I think I don't think it was an orgy scene, but it was that she had slept with all the boys. Yeah, not all at once. There's one girl in this group of kids, and because they felt one by one that they were getting drawn in to the psychological whatever with the clown that they felt disconnected from each other. And so in the book, the girl's like, all right, well, then you're going to each connect yourself to me. So the boys take turns having sex with her. I haven't seen the movie, so I assume they don't recreate that. in the No, film. I saw it. I saw it uh, last night. But it made $117 million. Yeah. It made a ton of money. I... The reviews were mixed. I mean... The old one doesn't hold up that well. I still like Tim Curry as Pennywise, but all the adult actors are awful. Um, 
Stephen King is a big anti-Trump guy, and he said, I think it's funny that more people are uh, offended by the child orgy than the child murders. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess some Trumpsters wanted to do some big boycott, which clearly flopped because it made a ton of money. But uh, I haven't seen it. What I find odd about that clown is just something's off-putting, the fact that they make him drool so much. Like the old the hairline's off putting too. It's got a serious widow's peak. <laughs> yeah, but with well, the old one it had like no hair on the top, and it was just so hair it was on just the sides. Just one clown. It's one clown, yeah. but but they make um. It, this one is a lot more gory than the first one. Well, I'm the like, original one, well, the one that was on ABC, was on TV and it was a miniseries. Yeah, it was super so cartoony, and they had to make it standards. Like they had to. It the first movie. Yeah. yeah. That was on TV? Yeah. It was a miniseries, yeah. See, I didn't TV, know that. made for TV movie. That's why I didn't understand. I was like, this is not a, a remake. I thought it was just a different version because I was like, the older ver- the original version was them back in time and they're like uh, adults and they're like, okay, we're, they're reliving, reliving their childhood. This one is now, there's no flashback. It's just they start out as kids and then they conquer this and then at the end of the movie they say, okay. This one cha- was more true chapter- to the book. Because it was From like a five-hour miniseries, yeah. so yeah, and it's like a twelve-hundred-page book too. Right. Yeah. So well, it's a, it's a three-hour miniseries, so it wasn't that much long. Because it was a long movie too. I thought like, it, was I was like, it was two hours. It wasn't that bad. I felt like a longer. Neither movie. of you said if you liked it or not. He just I'm said that there. the clown was drooling. Yeah. Oh, did you like it? I I did like it. It kept you know it was exciting and it kept my interest. So I, for it to be a two-hour movie and me not you know realize it was two hours. Then uh, I think that's a good movie. But, but it ends on a cliffhanger. Then well, it ends the. I mean, it still follows the same thing. Like yeah, I don't. I don't know the original. So, so. yeah, I just. I'm mean, not really a cliffhanger. I did not like, like. There's another chapter to the story. I did not like the drool. That was it. Yeah, that, I, I didn't realize they were splitting the movie up. Yeah, I didn't realize that either until the end, and I was like, okay, that makes sense because they are, they're adults in the original film. But the funniest part of the whole movie was just the movie going experience because I didn't get to sit. And next to my roommates, that we all came together. You sat uh, by yourself. I sat by myself because all the seats were taken <laughs> up because it was packed. So I, I'm like, okay, where am I going to sit by my uh, by myself? Because you, we went to the AMC one, so you order your seats ahead of time. See, so, if you were still part of Movie Squad, you'd have someone like me that takes care of things like that in advance and makes sure that everybody sits together. You guys are the reason we're not a part of Movie Squad because you guys don't invite us to movies. That's why we're not a part of Movie Squad. <laughs> At any rate, I get stuck next to this couple who are sh- is literally sharing a seat. They're sharing a seat. The girl is laying on top of the guy, and yeah! I'm like, I would get stuck next to these guys. I'm like, all right, they better not make like a sound. I don't want to have my movie experience disturbed. Well, it never so, occurred to me to share one of those. They were sharing a seat. with another person. I, like I well, could- it, the middle seat, like the the armrest in the middle goes up, so you can make it into like a lounge chair. And like cuddle with. Well, you no, there was a, they had they bought specifically one because I was next to them, and then someone else. There was another couple next to them, so they bought they they specifically bought one seat. You I'm can't like, just buy one seat. They bought one seat. You have bro. to have a ticket. You got to give in. them a ticket to walk in. I, I don't know how they did it, but they each was, bought a ticket, people, and then they sat in one seat. No, because so I, the clown wasn't the only one drooling at throughout <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I, I, they were living their best life because at, throughout the movie is going on. I look over. This chick has you know. 
uh, a Jack and Coke. Like she opens up her warm I'm soda. I'm glad he's that and Coke. <laughs> She's Jack and Coke. His name was Coke. It's his nickname. They have all types of. It was like a freaking potluck over there. They had like chips and, and snacks, sizzling, oh, sizzling fajita buffet. And and like they open up. She, I hear her say to her boyfriend, who she's laying on top of. She's like, "Do you still want it, even though it's warm?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like I'm thinking, and she pulls out this Coke bottle, and she's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna pour it now." She opens it up. It's like starts spilling all over her, and then she <laughs> she looks over at me. She's like, "Did I get you?" I'm like. No, bitch. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So then they start pouring the Jack and Coke. So then that was one thing. I was like, all right, they're living their best life. I'm going to let it slide. Why don't you just walk out? I, I, what is it? No I movie's was, worth that. I, I in, want my money back because there's two people sitting next to me in one seat. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be a snitch. See? I was trying to be a good person. That's when you didn't want to be a snitch? In a fully snitchable situation? Because I, I was like, they're living their best I life. But that's not, not a snitch, but I'm just saying that's like that's no fun be at the movies where there's a couple of jagoffs sitting in the seat you know, next I, to you. I blocked it out. They're gonna be making out and I blocked it out and then so as the movie was going on, I still was trying to ignore them. And I'm just casually watching the movie, enjoying myself, being creeped out. This chick hands me a full bottle of Corona. Like she leans over like, Here you go. I'm like no, because oh, so you, can buy, you can buy beer at the movies now, right? Yeah. 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 But she didn't, though. They had, like, a bag. I, they brought I don't know, they had a bag of warm beers. She, if, <laughs> if someone hands me a Corona, I'm going to drink it. I didn't, I didn't want it. Like, I just, I didn't want it. But she handed mm. me a Corona. I'm like, I'm good. Thanks, though. I don't She's go like, to the movies very often. We saw Baby Driver, and that was the first one we'd been to in a while over Labor Day. But we've just started picking seats in the very back row. Top of the theater, back row. Less to deal with. Yeah, mm-hmm. just back row. It's great. Yeah. Problem we, is, if there's a shooter that enters the movie theater... No escape. Well, there's the problem, Alan. Oh, boy. I hadn't thought about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, but these are if things you that you have gun, to think about these days. Yeah, but shot. isn't there... But they have the partitions that go up pretty high between those sections of the, the seating. Uh-huh. And you got to think, Ohio's an open carry state or whatever the hell we are, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be somebody... Before this dude gets to the very top back row, hmm. there's going to be a good guy with a gun in there. Solid logic. Take him out. Except it's never happened. Once. Yet. You mean like all the times you've been to a movie and no one has come in and shot the place up? You mean like that? Like that, All yeah. the times that that's never uh, happened? I certainly could not see a horror film in there. Did you see there was like some guy that like dressed up as the creepy clown and sat in the audience of the balloon? I'm like, no, I would just leave. I'd be like, that's no. That's hilarious. That's really funny. It's people not do funny it. though because no one will go to that movie then. But people, but they did, and people dress up like Batman when they go see Batman. <laughs> people dress up like Superman. They yeah, dress but it's up a like, horror movie. There's right. a lot of dorks. They did one screening where the entire audience but was I just clowns. Don't, I don't trust people anymore. I do not trust people. Mm-hmm. If you're dressed up like a weirdo, I'm gonna assume you're a freaking weirdo. And I I like the uh, police department in Central PA. Small t- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Down PA. Yeah. The police department said they were terrified because there were red balloons tied to sewer grates all around the town. Very clearly somebody having fun with the mm-hmm. fact that the movie was going to come out. But it's like the notion that the local law enforcement was worried and scared at these balloons. That'd be fun to do. Just tie well, them to the sewer grates. There's a lot of sick people out there. It's labor-intensive. Overall, I like the movie. Uh, yeah, the tired. cops are the ones that we count on and pay to not be scared by balloons. Right. True. Well, balloons are scary. Right. I don't like popping them. That scares me. Pardon me. I don't like, I don't like that. You don't like sounds. a lot of things, do you? Well, I like some things. That I don't like. Hey, Alan, I bet Chris Tyler would have ordered Ian a pizza. <laughs> he would have. You know, it was the best on Saturday night when we were out for Pound Cake's birthday. We were in the East Bank of the Flats. So I text Chris. I'm like, hey, we're downstairs if you want to meet us out for a drink or something for Pound Cake's birthday. He goes, I'm at your husband's band's show. I'm like, of course you are. You skipped your husband's band's show to go out with Pound Cake. He already knew that. He wanted me to go to Pound Cake's thing. I bet he did. Well, I mean, I go to my husband's shows all the time, so it wasn't a big deal. Just like he ordered him pizzas all those other times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Except the time that he wanted he you. He was well aware that I was going to be going to Pound Cake's birthday. People are suggesting they can follow you at Erica Lauren doesn't love. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's good, too. Hey, uh, Tyler's parents are at Boca. Are they okay? You know what? I tried calling him this afternoon because I didn't see him in his office. No, I, I didn't see an him answer. today. So, I, I don't know. Is he out today? Don't know. I didn't hear Half anything. Half the time I don't see him. Yeah. You know. I'll pro- I'll when ask, is he here? I'll ask Ian when I get home tonight because I'm sure he's talked to him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is Pound Cake still going to flooded Charlestown? Actually, yeah. Um, my friend that lives there, she said that the state of emergency is, has been lifted there and she's mo- she's going back on Wednesday. So if she if she gets back and, you know, there's no devastation or something like that. There's no devastation. <laughs> or something like that. Not until he gets there. If there's devastation, <laughs> right. Well, especially if there's her, not going to be pride with damage. Them. No, no, I just thought it was funny that, like, like, it would have to be completely devastated for them to cancel Pride. I'm just saying because she lives on roofs an, blown off. The place where we're staying is on an island. She lives on like right off the coast. So there's Charleston and then there's her house. So she's on the coastline. So no matter what, even if Pride's like still going on, we still have to go back to her house. And she lives on the coastline. So we're gonna see. We got my plane leaves on Friday. So on Wednesday, if she says that you know it's okay to go, I might take her word What's on it. What's Plan B? Um, we're pro- we're planning a road trip then. If if it, if Friday doesn't work out and we can't fly where to Charleston, I was thinking of Toronto, Philly, or going back to Boys Town. Okay, 
just driving distance because I mean I have my well pa- Toronto's a blast. Yeah, I have my passport, so I'm down to go to Toronto. Um, and Boystown, I know what to expect this time, so this time I'll be more prepared. And Philly, I've always wanted to go there because I hear, you know, it's a booming city. He's just looking for new gays. That's basically that I've never is. seen my face. You've and... heard Philadelphia is a booming city? For the gays, yeah. It's a major metropolitan area. There have been gay people there for a long, long time. Well, I've always wanted to go. I've always had city of brotherly since love. Ben Franklin's side piece. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. Right. I've always wanted to go to Philly. I don't know why. It's just been this obsession of mine. I've always had a thing for Philly. I want to go to Pittsburgh. Never have. Pittsburgh's it, awesome. Yeah. He just heard there's a famous crack there, so he's like, I'm getting in that. In the Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. Get in that crack, pound cake. Get all up in that crack. Regardless, nobody's gonna stop my vacation. Ain't no hurricane gonna stop my vacation. I need, I deserve this. I never take. A Why vacation. do you deserve it? I never take a vacation. I think I, I, we're due to have a vacation, like a vacation. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm the first time I actually have like some money to go on vacation, and you know, um, the first time I'm really flying out without me me actually having to pay for a flight. So it's a big boy trip. Well, people are telling me that Charlestown is flooding, so. I don't know if that uh, constitutes devastation. Maybe it's just everybody getting wet in anticipation for well, I'll, I'll follow, Pride Weekend. They're properly yeah. lubricating. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll follow Charleston Pride oh, on God. Facebook, and if they say the parade is still going on, then we'll go. If not, then we'll go to somewhere else. Yeah, okay. My mom's freaking out, though, because she is Charleston, South Carolina, floods with rain and wind from Irma. Flash flood emergency declared in Charleston. Yeah, they said it, it should be lifted. Water rescues. What? They said it, the state of emergency should be lifted. <laughs> yeah, is it going to be... <laughs> in four days? Yeah, yeah really but it's, it's going to be streets full of, like, when the water recedes, it's going to be all garbage and yeah. dead dogs. Well, and Matt, you know. That might be a certain part of the city. Maybe not where I'm at. All right. We've got to get this city back together. Pride's this weekend. Yeah. we got to... Accommodate these gays. Yeah. We love doing that in the South. What have the Pride officials said for out there? I haven't followed yet. That's why I'm going to go to their Facebook page. But I'm just thinking, I think they would probably get it together for us because it's a lot of revenue that they're going to lose if they don't. Yeah, I'm sure that's their primary concern <laughs> is Pride Weekend. <laughs> Guys, we've got the gays coming. Grab them up. Yeah, I just really needed this vacation. Yeah, well, if only they had known how important Poundcake's vacation was to him. All right. Well, there you go. There are they've already gotten four and a half inches of rain in Charleston. That's so. not that much. I could deal with that. I could deal with that. Deal Maybe with you'll that. get sure. four and a half inches while you're down there as well. Yeah, you'll that, get. To, you'll be it. marching through flooded streets. You'll come back with a flesh-eating bacteria. All right. Good. You never know what's in that water when it rushes in from parts unknown. Sure, I'm probably had worse. All kinds of bacteria and because it's been downgraded to a tropical storm now. So, of course, it's going up through the Carolinas and Georgia. We're supposed to get rain Wednesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Thunderstorms, right? It's BS. We're going to get some rain on Wednesday because of this hurricane. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. It's wet outside. And perhaps a lightning bolt or two. That's kind of fun. Pissed off. All right. Uh, then, um, pride will truly have floats, someone points out. There you go. Balloon. Uh-huh. They all float at pride. You float too! Oh. It reference. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Thanks, Poundcake. For the people that That's didn't know. For the people who have... <laughs> Just kidding. You mean for the person. Too much Poundcake! For the person that didn't know.
Um, <laughs> for everyone that doesn't know, pizza is a type of food. Oh, okay. Just, you know, Thank God. We were talking about that earlier. We don't want anyone to not understand what we're talking about. I texted Ian in the break because he said, LOL, I'm dead. And I'm like, oh, did you hear that segment where I'm basically being called a bad wife for not ordering you that pizza? He goes, no, I was, I'm just tired. That's what I was <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm literally like, dead. But I do agree. Yeah, he goes, but now that you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Alan, it's illegal to carry firearms in movie theaters, but you can put your minds at ease. Some of us would rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. All right. I love people who memorize bumper stickers. All right. Well, there. There's one less thing you have to worry about. Well, I mean, yeah, but no one checks. And when's the last time you've been frisked or had to go through a metal detector at a movie? Well, I don't want to start doing that. Because I request then you, it. Then you can't do all the uh, sneaky snacks like Pancake was talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, I was great with that. Sneaky snacks. Mm-hmm. Hey, those aren't bullets. Those are Pez. I got them mm-hmm. stuffed in the barrel of my gun there. I was putting out foot longs in my coat. <laughs> It's a long sandwiches, I assume. (laughs) Those two. I don't want the answer to that. I've got a brain. Thank God. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Anyone feeling murderous? This song? Anyone watching The Sinner? No, With that? Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman? No. I've been letting it stack up on my DVR. It's like an eight-episode miniseries that this song, this Big Black Delta song, features very prominently in. A couple people have told me about it, but we just started binging it over the weekend. Uh, Jessica, It's on USA. Jessica Biel is like this suburban mom who snaps and stabs a guy to death on the beach oh. when she's with her family. And Bill Pullman is the cop trying to figure it out, but it's the linchpin is that song somehow triggers something in her, and they're trying to kind of unravel what the backstory is, and so interesting. Yeah, but I've been playing it for a while as a bumper song because I like the band, and and somebody's like, "Oh, you got to watch the sinner." I go, "I'm starting, starting this weekend," but it's real good. Kind of flew under the radar, actually. Uh, I don't know that they promoted it that much. I can't tell you the last time I watched something on USA. Um. But, uh, you know, trying to make things happen over there, I guess. Hmm. Uh, Jessica Beale's pretty foxy. She's got kind of a... She's known for that, yeah. Well, but, I mean, she's got kind of an odd face in, like, it's a Julia Roberts type thing where it's kind of a wide face, but she's still very pretty. And she's gorgeous. She's not like a... I wouldn't call her, like, a classic beauty. And, hey, who's hotter than Bill Pullman? Um, wow. You know, he went from being the young hot doctor in singles to the grizzled veteran cop. These days. Keeping that beard from the Independence Day sequel, I guess. Still working, though. Yeah, he is. I like I like him a lot. Uh, hey, Kevin. Yes, sir. What's going on? Nothing, nothing. Three things. One, super quick. Jessica Biel is super fine. I'm so happy you said that. Okay, yeah, People Mrs. Timberlake. look when I say that she is, but whatever. Very strong. pretty. And yeah, she's got an ass, too, which mm-hmm. you don't necessarily notice because she looks very, very thin from the waist up. And then she's walking around. You're like, oh, very nice. Summer catch. It's, she gets out of a pool. Exactly. Very remem- uh, very memorable. There you go. Yeah. And all right, thing number two, trying to make this as quick as possible. Um, I'm a local 860 labor um, in the construction trades. And what most. Oh, good realize, for you! <laughs> what most people don't realize is uh, flood water is actually really bad because basically that is sanitary and storm water. Ugh. 
sorry, I can't talk. Sanitary and stormwater backing up through the infrastructure, like through the pipes and all that system, and that's actually being brought up by excess rain. Oh, yeah. it's it's our, and our infrastructure cannot handle it, so therefore water has nowhere to go but back onto the street. So, yeah, and that the... is horrible. I mean, people throw the most unusual and disgusting things into storm sewers all the time. Yeah. It's, I mean, you got heroin rigs, cigarette butts, Q-tips, diapers. Q-tips. A plethora of disgusting things. Tiny lizards that grow to be Godzilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd walk Boy, through. Luckily, I'm surprised I have not ran into the Ninja Turtles down there. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. I mean, all the when the water recedes, all that's left is the garbage. Well, Ninja Turtles live in New York City. Yeah. Well, that's where Jose, uh, Hurricane Jose is headed for mm-hmm. New York, they say. So it could be some Ninja Turtle action up there. I don't know. When I lived in the Philippines, we'd walk through floodwaters all the time. And it, as soon as we got home, we just would scrub ourselves for, like, hours just trying mm-hmm. to get that feel. Because you just feel so filthy. Like, you don't feel clean for right. days. Well, I was reading that the United States might ha- not have enough skilled construction people to even help Houston rebuild. You know, talk about infrastructure. Millennials, millennials don't want to work. They they are scared of shovels and dirt. And I'm not scared. I'm just terrible at it. Yeah, but Kevin, you sound like a millennial. Uh, are you? Yeah. Are you a young dude? Well, yeah. I mean, but the, but but I I think those. I know what you're saying, but I still think that's paint with a broad brush. I mean, there's people who I think more and more with ex- as expensive as college is and increasingly useless for a lot of people. I think there's a lot more attention being paid to trades and vocational schools. And If only know. there was a group of people that would come and work for cheap doing jobs like that. <laughs> Get him out of here. I know. Wouldn't that right. be something else? <laughs> yeah. It's almost unheard of nowadays. I wonder why. I don't know. All right. Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin. All right. There's Kevin. Thank you, sir. Hey, listen, even with Irma plowing through Florida, they are still laser focused on the important stuff. This lady who flipped out at Tampa City Council because they're relocating one of the Confederate statues. I can't believe they are still pissing and moaning about these goddamn statues. This woman flips out. Young woman. Blonde girl at the, at the city council. But I'm disgusted to be an American, and I'm disgusted that I have to call Hillsborough County my home. You did right. You voted to save it. And you cowered to agitators. And I can't believe it. You did the right thing. And I, I just am disgusted. Disgusted. Yeah. Wow. I'm disgusted <laughs> to be an American that you won't keep up Confederate statues. So, again. That was anti-American. Yeah. White people focused on the right stuff. Um, Who knew people cared that much to cry over it? No, they don't. They yeah, white people do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, listen, like I said before, let's replace them with uh, statues of prominent slaves. And then we'll see how much you really want to, you know, commemorate history. Yeah. Well, word on the street is they're not even going to put Harry. What street? Like the street, like the street. Wall Street? Main Street? Main Street, USA. Yeah. They're not even going to put Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill anymore. Well, they They can't have that. They said they're not committing to that because why would you do that? Would you want a black woman on I mean, she's black and she's a lady. And she's a slave. Oh, Oh, no. Come on. Was a slave. Was a slave. Now she's dead, Pound Cake. I don't know if you knew that. You know, uh, Harriet Tubman is a person that a lot of people are talking about. Oh? You're hearing very good things about Harriet Tubman. Yeah. No. She got the tea. 
Uh, there was a guy, we all know, listen, I, I said at the top of the show, I spent the better part of the weekend watching weather porn because, frankly, you couldn't escape it. If you had any cable news on, um, the only breaks from wall-to-wall coverage were commercials. And they do, you know, they're trying to make compelling television, and hour after hour after hour it gets harder to do that because you're kind of repeating the same information. They're going to their meteorologist. They're putting their anchors out in the rain and the wind uh, to get their take on it from, you know, they're lay people. They're not meteorologists. And so they're trying to, you know, create compelling television. You would think that the biblical storms would do that on their own, but whatever. But, you know, you'll see a lot of people walking up, you know, no matter how bad the weather is, there's always a guy walking through a park. (laughs) <laughs> or there's always a guy trying to surf, yeah. Or you know, in a kayak. Or there's a guy walking his dog. Because you, even within the same city, you'll get two very different kind of vibes. You know, there's some people like their part of town's not that bad, but then somebody else, you know, up to their eyeballs in water. I think my favorite video of that was it's probably ten years ago now. But there's a reporter in a kayak trying to show how deep the water is. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring. But a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak. Maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy... They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. And then a guy walks through the shot right in front of him and like it doesn't even come over his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like ankle deep water. Yeah. Yeah. Like not even ankle deep. Like he doesn't even like it's nothing. My favorite weather video is... um, there's a reporter out there, and they're interviewing two runners in a snowstorm. Oh, yes. And they said, actually, it's perfect conditions it's for Chicago. running. Because the snow's not slippery and blah, blah, blah. And then the one chick eats it. Like, <laughs> yeah. just passed <laughs> And the yeah. girl's like, are you okay? They're like, where am I? This is a guy down there in Florida who sees uh, an older couple walking toward the beach, and he runs up and wants to interview them. Aren't you terrified? For You know, they talk to these random people. This is a Fox News guy who's out there on Miami Beach, which is a separate area from Miami, of course. And he goes, oh, oh, oh what are you, aren't you worried? And he doesn't know the guy's really going to school him here. Point. I'm sorry, I didn't hear your question. What do you think about the storm, the power, the ferocity, and the risk to your own safety at this point? Well, at this point, I'm very relieved to discover that as we speak, 
the eye of the storm is practically due south of us by 220 miles, okay, because it's crossing the 80th meridian, which is uh, 80 degrees west longitude. So I'm not, I'm not so worried because it's so far away, and it's bearing as of 8 p.m. Westbound. Well, not just westbound. It was 275 degrees. That's only one fifteenth above due west toward true north. This is right. So this thing is moving and has been moving in a very westerly direction. And because it's several hundred miles south, the risks are less or less. I'm not worried. I don't think it's going to get much worse than what we're seeing right here. All right, thanks. He's all right, thanks. Now that's a sailor. That's a guy who spends a lot of time out yeah. on his boat. I love it, though, because the guy was probably just hoping to get some kind of like, you know, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, we're we're alarmed, but, you know, we're not going to leave town. We don't want to leave our possessions. And the guy's like, this ain't going to hit us. Well, they want a soundbite so they can move on. You know, yeah. and, and Jim, as you can see, the breach here, you know. What they should have oh, done is given it. that guy a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been <laughs> like, checking. You're the reporter now. Yeah. I've been checking updates on Chris Van Vliet's. Uh, Instagram. Oh, he's in, Miami. he's in Miami, right? And he's he's Tom been, Cake's nemesis. Yeah, he's been out there only because he's jealous. Uh, he's perfect. He's been out there, like uh, you know. I think he hunkered hunkered down just as. But I saw him out in the street, and he said the winds were strong and whatever. And his Instagram video was showing some of the winds and stuff. Is it is the weather okay in his little penthouse apartment that he probably has there overlooking the beach with little chicks in bikinis laying out? The only thing I saw was that he had his neighbor penthouse helped him apartment. board up his house. Yeah. So, I don't know if he has a penthouse. I'm sure he has a little high rise out there on Miami Beach. Well, he doesn't live in Miami Beach, he lives in Miami. Yeah, he Whatever. said, just finished buttoning up the house with a lot of help from my neighbor, Jim. Oh, he's got a house. Stay safe, everyone. See, oh, if yeah, I were in he, Miami... He had a board over the window. I'd live in a high rise. Because those are the people out there like, whoa, look at all that water. Anyway. Yep. But it looks you know, like a... Go back looks, to bed. Looks like one of those like stucco buildings. So he might uh, might actually be okay. Mm. Probably some. Oh, I think I saw something, too. He said there was a... Palm tree that fell on his house, but did minimal damage. So he's not stucco in his house. <laughs> not forever. No, he's Italian. I mean. Hey, I'm a stucco in my house. <laughs> hey, where'd everybody go? Where's my boat? Oh, yeah. So I, I know, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. I like. Why pound, are you mad? But no, pound cake has. He has a. Uh, pound cake has like a Park Avenue vision of what the world is like. Everything's uh, champagne flutes and high rises and city lights and especially you know, someone that's funny. in the public eye. But you think it would change his mind now that he's living that life? I'm now, not living his now life that, now that pound cake's no, but, but you're living a public life and you understand like things cost money and people live within their means and stuff like that. They're not trying to live a g- glamorous life. I live within my means. I live below my means. Well, I think he overestimates what people get paid. Yeah. A Miami reporter would, I think, makes a pretty pity. Yeah. But and he's not just any Miami reporter. But he's not an anchor. He's, he's good like looking. The, and he's, it, but he's like the entertainment news guy. Exactly. He gets flown out every other week to interview right. Vin Diesel. That's and why they Jennifer don't Lopez. pay you. Because they go, oh, we'll pay you in junkets. Hotel You get to rooms. meet people and we'll put you up. Right. But I, I you... you you overestimate what people. Are I don't paying. know. Well, if he was in radio, I would think very differently. But TV is a whole different ball game. And TV, radio you and get TV are a lot. not that. If you're at a certain level, they're not that far off anymore. Okay. 
I take your And again, in no disrespect to him, but that's what he did here. That's what he does down there. Mm-hmm. He's not anchoring the 10 o'clock news. He's like the, I'm on the red carpet reporter. guy. He's the entertainment mm-hmm. reporter. Yeah. He's practically a stringer. He's very good at and it. And I'm sure he's doing just fine, but he's not penthouse Miami Beach rich. That's Right. He's not driving a, a Jaguar with Sonny Crockett and his uh, Multi-million dollar apartment. <laughs> also, I think even if he was making that kind of money, he's like he's like not... He's low key. Fancy pants. Like he likes to go fishing. He's an outdoorsman. He's you know more chill about the kind of stuff. Because he's just well, he's going to be surrounded guy. by more of the outdoors in Miami. So oh, that's man. good. You know, they can be nothing but outdoors for them. Mm-hmm. They bring the fish to you. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of which, by the way, they said they're finding antidepressants in the brains of Great Lakes fish. Why are they so sad? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> they seem pretty upbeat about it, <laughs> which I think is weird. Yeah, a new uh, study from the University of Buffalo. Maybe Obamacare has gotten out of control. (laughs) We're even giving it to the fish. I mean, that just seems like a waste of money. What business is the University of Buffalo has studying fish? Um, Yeah, they found uh, medications in fish brains. So there you go. What is that? That stuff that just gets into the water? Well, or? that explains why I uh, tore my clothes off and went running through the street after sushi the other night. <laughs> but it was... Uh, I'd also yeah. suggest don't eat freshwater sushi. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Chef does oh, not recommend. You pull it right out of Lake Erie. It's delicious. You haven't had the uh, freshwater algae sashimi? Oh, it's it's the Asian carp. Pachio? <laughs> Carp Accio. It's really good. Yeah, so anywho, uh yeah, there's everybody knows there's drugs in the water. That's kinda why you drink tap water. You know, it'd be like, Oh, be careful, you know, people pour their prescriptions down the toilet and it's getting into the wildlife and they I'm like, Yeah, that's why I drink tap water. Trying to party. It's cheap. Yeah. I don't drink tap water, but So, you know, when I have my checkup, they go, Are you on any medication? They go, I don't know. Maybe. Whatever's in the water, man. Not allergic to anything. Not breaking out in hives. But it's such small quantities. I mean... Yeah, but if it's, it's showing up in, in the brains, brains of fish at a higher level than in the water, then that means they're absorbing stuff. You know, and again... They, either that, or they're feeding the fish with antidepressants. <laughs> well, that's why I think it's... You know, people use this... They've got this idea that we can just infinitely dump crap into the water because there's so much water. We couldn't be doing that much. Okay, well, you got stuff in fish brains in the Great Lakes. Those are pretty big, and there's still enough uh, for fish to be absorbing it into their bodies. So, whatever. And hey, YOLO. this is going to affect how fish behave. So Yeah, they're going to be such happy fish. We don't know that. Might have the opposite effect. Yeah. Oh. You know how, like, when you give a kid Ritalin, has the opposite effect when you give it to an adult? True. You know? Maybe the fish are all bummed out. Yeah. Maybe they're jumping over damn walls now. They're not going to get too high or too low. They're just going to be kind of bleh. Isn't that what a fish is? <laughs> kind of bleh. They're just going to be Aren't like, fish bleh. just, they don't, don't they like, just chill. Instead of trying to help Ariel... The Little Mermaid, they're just going to be like, hey, do you. You just go, you want to go live with that guy? Just go live, whatever. I'm not worried about live it. Live your best fish life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine. No, I'm, I'm trying to find my son Nemo. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Or he's, he's gone. He might just be gone. No. Hey, uh, Conservative Charles. Hey, how's it going, Alex? How are you, sir? I think I come up with a solution with your Confederate statue uh, debacle. Well, take him down. Take him down. Well, well, I figure uh, if you you guys want to tear down our statues, 
I'll give you. They're not our statues. You could tear down 100 of our statues if we could just have one of yours. I want uh, Martin Luther King's statue in Washington, D.C. torn down ASAP. You get 100 of of our Confederate statues. Well, how is that the same, Charles? Hey, you get 100, we get one. Well, no, but how are they the same? It's It's not a numbers game. It's... That's not a, that's not an analogy. It's what they represent. Well, he's not a president, so why is he in the uh, in Washington D.C.? Oh, I don't know. He just ended c- civil well, rights. We're not. He, he ended civil, civil rights. rights. All right. <laughs> okay. Block pound cake. Calm down, pound cake. Hashtag block he did pound cake. Civil rights. You're right. No, but Charles, the the Confederate. First of all, why do you say our statues? <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. How did little, you? That's a little weird. What did you invest in the statues south of the Mason Dixon line? Well, you're very you're you're of course one sided. So hey, somebody has to be on. Charles, I'm not one sided. I'm both sided, and both of those sides say that those statues should come down for what they represent. First of all, those were all traitors. They were seditionists. They were people who were fighting against the United States. It's history. Do we? Of course, it's history. So so what? What did I just say? Let's put up statues of prominent slaves. By tearing down history. And he's also not saying destroy those statues. He's saying relocate them to yeah, yeah, yeah. their put, own facility. Yeah, put, I'm, put them in like a thing or whatever. Museum. But you know. why? Because then you don't have traitors statues in the middle of towns. Okay, well then let's relocate the uh, the uh, Martin Luther King. But was he a traitor? Was he a traitor, Charles? You want to take him down because he. You want to take him down because he's black. You want to take him down because he's black. He's trying to make a point. At least we know Charles is a racist. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that they're not. Oh, he hung up. Charles, how are you not a racist? We were having a conversation, Charles, and you hung up. He was losing. Maybe his phone died. Well, it's not. not I'm not keeping score. I was trying to talk to him. Maybe we should put up a statue of Charles then. Yeah, don't don't bail on me mid conversation, Charles. You called me. I then call not, you. Is it not inherently racist then to to want those to fight for those statues to stay up? Because most people, even if even if you don't like, most people are just like, I don't care. Well, listen. Even if you do care, I reject this notion that tearing down a statue tries to erase history. History exists. It is static. It is fixed. You do not change it. But how you memorialize it is a completely different thing. And, and never in a million And there's years. no reason to memorialize people who were traitors to their own country. No. We don't have Benedict Arnold statues up. Right. The kid from Different Strokes. The only thing that is weird is, like, why are we getting around to doing this now? Because there was no political will to do it before. And, you know, things change as glacial. So things move very, very slowly. And when they finally hit a fever pitch, then you have this big old movement. But you got that lady in Tampa who's still crying and whining that they... But again, just relocate all. Put them in a park where people can go and masturbate to their heart's content (laughs) over Stonewall Jackson or whatever the hell they want to do. I don't understand why it's such a hard concept to understand. Never in a million years would a a German person have to go to a Hitler high school. Well, no, because a lot of people in the South genuinely don't associate them with slavery. They just say they're part of their heritage. And all I'm saying is fine. The litmus test for that is to memorialize other people who were prominent in that time and that weren't the ex- necessarily white that's the exact reason why those schools were named after civil war people and the statues were put up is to, to intimidate to intimidate and show people like hey we still believe in what they were what they stood for and that's what and, i'm saying and it was put up like 30 years 40 years yeah, this, after the, the civil, civil rights war. the civil rights movement is not that long ago mm-hmm. no so 
Yeah. Some would say, Erica, that it continues today. I believe that people defend um, their reason for wanting those statues up by saying it's part of history and it, it they don't it has nothing to do with racism and it's about Southern pride, but uh, that's they're they that's not accurate. I mean that's it's just not history dictates that those were put up out of spite for for the North beating the South. So I mean. That the history speaks for itself. However, you view it is your opinion. I'm gonna. Re- I, we should relocate all these statues to Woody's Lake House. Hmm. <laughs> right? You can build a roof oh, no. over them. And... <laughs> hey, uh, Woody, did you hear about all the drugged fish? Uh, I, there's, there's a lot of drunk fish off of my pier. Drugged you know fish, not drunk fish. Oh, oh, right. I, 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 I you. Hey, they're uh, all going to be flunking to... out of school. All right. What? <laughs> they can be roofers then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, a quick comment about uh, Southern statues. If um, if they tear down the statue of Jack Daniels in Lynchburg, there will be Armageddon in, in my uh, circle of stuff. Yeah, but the Jack Daniels company, like just a month ago, publicly acknowledged that he stole the recipe from a slave. So even they're <laughs> trying to kind of come on board and be That's like, what yeah. we were talking about. <laughs> Exactly that. Isn't that, isn't that. How ironic is that, right? Well, yeah, you credit where credit is due, man. I mean, I, I got to go, Woody. Thank you, sir. There's Woody out of the lake house. That's, yeah. that's, that's what we were talking about the other day when we were leaving the station. I, I was talking about KFC and Popeyes and all the other f- chicken franchises, and I said, slaves cooked that chicken. I said, the colonel and everybody just took the recipe and made it their own and franchised it. That's what we were talking about. Well, I certainly don't know the history of Kentucky Fried Chicken, but you know. I do know that Ray Liotta makes a hell of a Harlan Sanders. (laughs) Leaven, herbs, and spices. (laughs) And now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. (laughs) Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Conform with all directives. Remember obedience pays. And when you watch that TV screen, remember it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS And everywhere you go on our free iHeartRadio app It is Ryan here and I have a question for you What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.